Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga gaming episode. Today we are playing a one-shot prelude to the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen prelude called uh, Scales of War, actually. It is Bakukul Frostcult the 30th. My name is Adam, and I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel and invite you to consider becoming a member by using the link in the description below. You can always pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links, also in the description below. Um, we are joined today by three fantastic gamers which i'm going to give them an opportunity to uh, introduce themselves in just a second but i'd like to set up the world what's going on right now in the world so that everyone understands what you're watching exactly it is the year 351 alt cataclius for the past three centuries salamnia has been in a state of famine plagues and commoner uprisings against the knights of salamnia in their forts and castles Many knights and their families have been murdered by the people they once protected as rumors that the knighthood could have stopped the cataclysm or that they had supported it for their own personal gain or wealth have spread. Other knights sent their families away for protection and many fled Salamnia altogether, conceding defeat and living in subterfuge. Regionally, some knights have continued in their effort in protecting their people and lands. Lord Graydon Viernesh is one such knight. He provides quarters for knights traveling through Hinterland region and answers any call from Lord Fulgrate, the city magistrate of Maelgoth. This is where we pick up our adventure. As those of you who watched our live play of the Prelude Scales of War, you witnessed our heroes coming across a young man named Rise calling for help. When the heroes discovered were creatures never seen on Kryn in the aftermath of a vicious battle where three Salamnic knights fell under their might. Upon further investigation, they discovered correspondence that states the knights were investigating reports of nearby farmsteads being raided by strange creatures that matched the Draconians' descriptions. But who were these knights? How did they come to meet up with Rise and fall into the vicious beasts? Those questions will be answered tonight. We begin in the dining hall of Virnesh Keep, where Lord Graydon Virnesh is hosting three knights named Charles, being played by Colin, Scab, being played by Tristan, and Eric, being played by Gabriel. Gentlemen, please introduce your characters. My character's name is Eric. He is a lawful good fighter. Um... That's what I understand so far. <laughs> okay. Charles? Uh, my character is Charles. He's a lawful great paladin knight. Uh, well, having a current nature, he is a bit of a dandy. Likes to polish his armor, looks spick and spam, waxes his mustache, which generally doesn't look good to the peasants who, in this sort of times, uh, don't like to see people who are well-polished, well-fed, and groomed. Uh, it kind of gives off the wrong uh, perception, so he tends to rub people up the wrong way without actually meaning to. But all in all, he's a healer, and that's his uh, uh, vocation uh, to sort of heal the world and bring good and uh, fight for the good fight. Yeah. All right, Scab. Huh. Where's you lot come from? People call me Scab, but real name is Jack Narleth. I am a lawful good knight, just a standard fighter. Groomed beard, brown dark, brown dark hair for both my hair and my and my 
Oof. Ugh, I can't think straight. Mm. All those scabs are getting in. <laughs> People call me scab because I'm not the most laid back of fighters. Get into a few too many scuffles. Always come back with a new scab. <laughs> Didn't earn the title of scar yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, the upgrade. <laughs> the upgrade indeed. Nice. Well, other than that, besides a run-in with a red-robed wizard and a demonstration of just how dangerous the fireball spell can really be, I don't really trust all of them magic users. Not really. There's no honor in just blowing everything up. <laughs> True. There is safety. <laughs> Far less scabs. Not when your allies are in the range of the fireball. That's true. <laughs> That's very, very true. Well, gentlemen, we'll be there. <laughs> thank you so much for uh, joining for this session. <laughs> now that we have your characters all taken care of, we are in Virnash Keep. I want to show you exactly where that is here. So uh, we all know that Vogler is right about here. Maelgoth is right about here. And Virnash Keep is right about here. So you are adjacent to uh, the massive Vingard River that stretches across Salamnia, uh, splitting it. But let's start where we are right now, in Virnash Keep. It is early evening, as you all enjoy the hospitality of Lord Virnash and his son Xander. His younger daughters are performing for your entertainment. Elsbeth is playing the harp, and Jezebel, her younger sister, is singing an old Ergothian song about the War of Ice Tears. Miss Candace, the housemaid, enters. Me lord, Captain Yoon Uthfiel has arrived. Wonderful. Send him in. Lord Virnesh replies. He stands to greet Captain Freel, gesturing for you three to join him. As the captain enters, you all recognize him as a member of a clandestine group of knights from the nation of Estwild. Gentlemen, it's nice to see you tonight. Sir. Ah, captain, good to see you as well. I hope your uh, travels have heard well. <clears throat> I'm afraid they have not gone quite well. I come directly from Maelgoth. I was tasked with delivering the missive to Lord Fulgrate, Melgoth's magistrate. It seems there may be substance to the rumors of war that have been spreading, and perhaps something more vile than even that. We were overrun about a week ago. I was sent to bring word for reinforcements if possible, but as I left, I witnessed the destruction of our circle. There is nothing left to reinforce. These strange nothing. creatures that... I'm sorry. My apologies, sir. No, the strange creatures we witnessed resembled dragon men. Uh, scales covered their entire bodies. Uh, massive wings on the bulk of them. Well, they fell on us unannounced. Never having seen their like before, we weren't quite sure how to deal with them. And we feared that they are part of the forces amassing in the Taman Busik. Lord Fulgrate has directed me to you, imploring you to set up patrols. If these creatures make it to the Vingard River, all of Salamnia will be in peril. You see Lord Virnesh sort of lean back on the high-backed chair that he was just sitting on, and Xander, his young son, excitedly steps up. Father, I can defend the case. Uh, let me go out, and I will patrol the area. You're far too young, my son. Uh, <laughs> we have knights here for this Torsa type of mission anyway. Uh, gentlemen, uh, what do you think about this? Is there... I don't know. Uh, have you heard of any rumors of war? 
rumours of war are rife amongst the kingdom at the moment with so much unrest that's uh, actually really sad to be honest. Uh, that's is just the nature of today's age. But actual incursions and creatures of which you speak? No, sir, not at all. I've got to say, they are nothing like we've ever experienced before. The, the, the rage, the ferocity. They completely dominated the entire clandestine circle of knights. These are trained warriors. They destroyed them all. If this is the force. They're not men of space. I'm sorry? They're not men of space. I'm afraid not. They definitely were organized. They stood up to the entire circle of knights. We were trained to handle forces like these, and they overran us without even a second thought. They never once mentioned anything in common that we could understand, though they did speak in an unknown tongue amongst each other. Can you describe what they look like? Well, specifically, most of them were cloaked. Uh, in, again, it, it was nightfall. They, they came upon us on surprise. But when we did get good looks, uh, uh, this sounds like children's fairy tales. Uh, do you remember when your nans used to discuss dragons in the age of Huma? It, it was as if they had faces of dragons, uh, lizards with scales covering their entire bodies. They walked upright as if they were men. They carried themselves with weapons of war when they knew how to wield them. Their tactics were sound. Some could even... He sort of looks around, gives a sign of evil. Like warding away of evil. They could use magic. Preposterous. Certainly could this not be a ruse? A type of strange armor we've heard before of some foreign cultures using armor shaped like animals to inspire fear in their enemies. It was dark, he said. Could this not be the explanation? There's uh, no way. I don't mean to disrespect you, sir, but that's creatures, I... as you describe, and with that level of organization and intelligence, surely not as possible. I completely understand your, your question on whether this is real or not, but I. I can only assure you, it is very, very real. You see uh, Lord Virnes stand up. My girls, thank you so much for the entertainment this evening. Uh, please, go to your uh, mother, uh, see yourselves to bed. The men have to speak here. Xander's like, yeah, get out of here! He's like, son, you too. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. We have much to discuss. It's like, but father, father, certainly I can help. I've been training to be a knight my entire life. I have all the skills it takes. I'm better than some of these men in swordplay. He sort of narrows his eyes and like looks down and like, really? And son's like, well, I can hold my own anyway. He's like, you can hold your own against trained men who I've told to teach you to fight. Your life has never been in danger before and is not going to be <laughs> in danger by this. So go. He seems to sort of skulk a little bit, just stumbles away to his bedchamber like, gentlemen, please follow me into the hall. He walks into a, a sort of, um, well, it's like a, a, a massive study. You actually see books lining the walls in this massive fireplace in the center that uh, the maid, as soon as she saw that uh, you all were entering, she starts actively trying to uh, start a fire there. Um, he implores uh, uh, Captain Friel to, to have a seat and all of you to join him. Would anyone like a drink? 
Um, I would love me some water, please. Very well. I think for the study or for this session, a, a clear head would be most beneficial, especially with such troubling news. Uh, water from the south as well, please. Captain Frills uh, looks up. I'd really love some brandy if you have it. <laughs> How about you, Scab? What would you like? Nothing right now, sir. I will get what I need when we leave. Very well. So he hands out his drink. You see him pour himself a glass of wine, and he sits down on a very high backed leather chair you are all sitting in very very luxurious <laughs> furnishings um and he just sort of stares at the fire that just started as uh the maid starts walking out of the room and she turns around and bows is there anything else i can get you lord he just looks up no you may go thank you i need you to tell me slowly as long as it takes so that i understand exactly what happened what is occurring? You see uh, Captain Friel lean back, knock the uh, brandy back, and put the glass down on the end table. Lord Virinesh, we were performing our duties, collecting rumors, investigating reports in Estwild. You know that land is ripe with tribal activity and Quite frankly, not many of the reports that we heard, nor the reports that we investigated, were confirmed as anything but rumor. However, there are masses of men being gathered. We did not firsthand see any of these encampments, but we did see the caravans of men heading further into the east than even we were watching. And this confirms rumors of armies being amassed in the east, in the Taman Busik, in Nordmar. Quite frankly, we just didn't, we just didn't believe that they could have any structure of any kind. You see him start to shake a little bit as he's clearly <clears throat> remembering. We were getting ready to call out for the night's watch when they, they came upon us all of a sudden. Had to be 14 or 15 of them, sir. Well, quite frankly, some sort of sticky web covered many of other men. They, they broke through the battlements. They went right past the guards as if the guards didn't see them at all. By the time that we knew that they were honest, many of the men were actively fighting each other as if they were on the side of these beasts. They had to kill some of their own before my commander sent me for reinforcements. I did not want to leave them. I, I would rather have died standing and fighting side by side with them. But I am a soldier and I do, what I do as I am commanded. There was so much, there was so much blood. I, I've seen battle before. I've seen tournaments. I've seen men dueling. I've seen death. I've never seen anything like this. These beasts fell upon the soldiers with a ferocity as if they thrilled in, in tearing limb from body. Quite frankly, it, it, was, it was shocking. You see uh, Lord Virnesh stand up 
bring the the wine decanter or the the brandy decanter over, refill Captain Friel's glass, sort of prod him. Please, sir, go on. I, as I was leaving, I ran and grabbed my horse from outside where we keep them, and I just heard terrible screams from the inside, and then as I mounted, I saw the head of my commander come rolling out the, the back door, and these beasts followed after. I immediately spurred my horse, and I ro rode as hard as I could to Melgoth to report what I had seen, and I still don't quite believe it now, but there could be no question about everyone have been killed. There's no... They turned us against ourselves. I don't even know how they could have done that. Some arcane evil sorcery. Surely. But he knocks back to Brandy. <coughs> At this point, yes. we must just fall back and, and guard the river. I, I, I can't understand any other course of action. If this is truly the type of beast that is coming for us, we will lose, sir. We will lose any invasion that comes this way. We are ill-prepared. Lord Virnesh puts his wine glass down. Gentlemen, what do you think of this tale? He looks over at you three. Our men, men slaughtering each other? That sounds absurd. We have the most loyal knights. They would never turn against each other. Yet, sorceries can defy even the rules of the world. Whole bodies of men combusting, turning to flame over nothing. I can see it affecting the minds, and I'm getting the shiver. I always get a shiver whenever I, I feel something bad coming. Over recent years, a darkness has plagued this land. We have seen unrest with the populace. We have seen crops wither with no uh, absolute reason. Something has been foretold to be coming. This could be part of it. Indeed. Captain Friel, thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. And please, stay the night here. It is safe. You can take as much time as you need. We will take the mantle of this burden from you. Captain Friel stands up, salutes. Thank you, sir. Gentlemen, if you are to be going out and truly facing these rumors, uh, if you are unfortunate enough to face the beasts that I witnessed, may Paladine bless your swords. He sort of bows again to the Lord bows again to you all and, and walks away. You see the, the housemaid at the door sort of guide him uh, up the stairs further into the, the keep in order to give him a, a place to rest and, and recuperate, probably some food as well. You see Lord Virnesh walk around to a desk at the far side near the, the wall of, of books, and he starts writing on this <clears throat> scroll. Gentlemen, duty calls. Please come here. You see him finish writing and he rolls up this parchment, drips some candle wax on the, the overlap portion and takes a signet ring and, and uh, puts the ring 
uh, onto the wax that bears his seal, and he hands it out to you, Charles. Duty calls, and I have no doubt that you will all rise to the occasion and answer that call. I have two tasks for you. First, take this missive and travel up the Vingard River, stopping by every town and village as you head toward Vogler. I want you to question the locals about these rumors of war and these vile creatures Captain Friel spoke of. If you hear anything substantive, send word back to me as you continue on to your second task. Your second task. Absolutely, my lord. Thank you. The second task is actually why I brought you here in the first place before Captain Friel came tonight. There is a knight of the crown named Becklin Uthviharin, under orders of Lord, Ful Lord Fulgrate from Melgoth. She has been installed as the Lord Protector of Vogler. You must deliver Captain Friel's message and any other information you garner on the way to her. She must be prepared for what is coming. However, the mayor of Vogler, her name is Raven Uth Vogler, she has a murder suspect within her city, one Bacarus the Younger Uth Estide. He is said to have murdered the son of a tribal leader in Estwild. We will see him stand trial for his crimes. Do you accept this charge? Sir. Yes, my lord. Uh, my lord, would it be worthwhile the captain uh, speaking to the librarian in the morning when he's gathered his wits? There may be some ancient or a previous encounter that maybe not in recent history that might help solve this mystery of what these creatures actually are. They may not be a new phenomenon. Um, can you all give me, a, each of you separately if you'd like, um, a religion or a history check? Uh, whichever is going to be more advantageous to you. I might be religion. Okay. I will be rolling a history. Okay. There's a clever character sheet. Sorry, just out of game. No, no, yeah. So you had a 17. It looks like, Charles, you had a 6. I'm seeing two numbers. Let me look at this really quick. Just um, so I understand what I'm looking at. So Charles, it looks like yeah, your history, which is based on is intelligence. Is it, uh, my history is busy zero in this. It's 11. So... Do the scores get added? It should be all added together. Um, you can yeah, either... So your, your intelligence is the base and then your speciality. Without, is that the way the system works? Right. So you're, you should have a, a number above your intelligence number. So, for example, I'm looking at Charles's. Your intelligence is 11, and so you have a zero in proficiency bonus. Um, so if you ran a, a check on history, for example, you wouldn't have any bonus. It would just be a straight die roll. So um, if you go over to the the toolbar on the left side of the little polyhedron dice icon and scroll down to the D20 and just click that, that'll roll the D20. Uh, 
Um, it might have already one. rolled it just by you clicking on it. You could also click the advanced dice roller to add in any pluses if you wish to put that in as well. Yeah. But if I just click on your history, for example, it just came up with like a negative one as the roll, which or like a five plus zero. So it's just a five. Oh, there you go. So 17 for Charles. Um, so did I make the score as a percentile? Or did I no, this is just a some? straight roll out of the d20. So you will need to get over your intelligence in order to succeed. And your intelligence is 13 or 11, and you rolled a 17, so you succeeded 11. in what I needed you to succeed. But then would the religion make it 13? No, correct? you'd have to do a separate roll for religion. Um, I was just seeing which one you would prefer to do, depending on your, your bonuses. So, for example, religion and history are both intelligence-based, but you have a proficiency mm. in religion, which gives you a two bonus. Yes, and so in this particular case... So that'll like, add to my dice score? So that'll yeah, give me exactly. um, 19 then? Exactly. Right. So that's that'll be a success? Yeah. So all right. of you succeeded. Sorry, so you know that... Mechanics. Yeah, no, it's, it's all new. It's all good. Um, each of you know that there have been... You know, there's there's a type of a creature called a Bacali that's a, like a, a lizard man that you have heard of and maybe even faced off against in your own experience. But... You've never heard of the type of creature that he speaks of. You know, in in ancient history, there is um, a, the Third Dragon War, which is really big amongst your order because a Knight of the Crown named Huma Dragonbane supposedly banished the dark, the Queen of Darkness, which is this sort of evil goddess, um, a thousand years ago. Uh, very long ago. And so at this point, no dragons have ever been seen um, in all that time. The gods have been absent for well over 300 years, you know, 350 years uh, since the gods sort of sundered the land and punishing mankind. So th without any gods, without any dragons, the idea of this new type of creature coming around, you know, it is it is new to all of you. And no one has heard anything like this before. However, if the rumors are true... And there are armies amassing. It's not unheard of to consider that maybe people are acting on behalf of the Queen of Darkness, even if she's not here. You know what I mean? So dark forces could be rising and collecting and, you know, using magic. And this is one of the reasons why the Knights of Slamity don't trust wizards. I mean, part of it is through the history of, you know, interactions between the two and Istar. But ultimately, you know, uh, um, Scab, you have had bad experiences with magic users firsthand. And so, you know, you you all do understand that that magic does exist and that it can make people you know charm spells for example turn against their comrades or or uh, webs to freeze them in place and you know there there are you know fireballs which scab you had uh, personally experienced as well so stuff like this no longer does. behind a magic user yeah <laughs> so it's it's not unheard of that this stuff could exist it's just that it you know these dark times. No one, you know, communication isn't really great between the nation of Salamnia uh, with all the different um, city-states um, and all the different nations around Anselon, the continent that you're on, don't really communicate that much. So um, it's not the best of times to, to really have clear, factual information. A lot of it's rumor and story. I don't know if that answered any questions that you had um, when you asked about librarian or not. No, it's more uh, just uh, for background in case new information came to light. Yes. That could be positives on our travels. Mm -hmm. Already in the plot. I'll definitely help you all um, as we move Because obviously on. they'll, 
uh, that'll be taking place while we were on our travels. We were planning to head out first night, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Lord Viranesh offers you um, fresh mounts. You have all come in, but you, you know, rode your own mounts and stuff. Uh, and quite frankly, you came in from Palanthus, and so that was a very long journey in order to get here. Uh, your mounts are going to be resting up. He'll give you fresh mounts in order to travel up to Vogler as you're passing through, stopping by every sort of village on the way, uh, collecting information and, and listening to their rumors and stuff. Really, you're looking for some sort of proof that what Lord Freel had, or Captain Freel had brought up has, if it's already crossed the Vingard River or not. And really, though Salamnia does extend past the Vingard River, um, depending where in the river we're talking, if those creatures have gotten into Salamnia, that is a huge sign of, of war to come. I mean, this is a big problem if that's the case. And so just having a clandestine circle of knights destroyed is terrifying. I mean, who can stand up to Knights of Salamnia, especially a group of them? Uh, and, you know, to, to imagine that they were just completely not only turned against each other, but slaughtered outright, that's bodes ill for the future. But that's where we are. So uh, night goes by well. You're all right about here in Viranesh Keep. You need to go up to Vogler, which is up here. There's a lot of little farming and fishing villages along the way as you sort of are, are planning on uh, skirting the Vingard River all the way up to Vogler. Um, but are you clear about what is required of you? Are there any questions? Uh, no, it's essentially a reconnaissance mission and uh, obviously to deliver this uh, message yeah. that is required of us. So okay. uh, obviously a smaller group will attract less attention than uh, a full company. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to say thank you all for tuning in live. If you're tuning in live, uh, we appreciate your time and attention. Of course, we are trying to uh, play the game here, so we won't be reacting and checking in on chat very much. Uh, just so you, you know, it's, it's clear about that. But um, yeah, back to the game here. The night goes pretty well. Is there anything you guys wanted to do before morning? Um, are we still within the town that we started in or yeah you're in Vernish keep still okay um no there's nothing i would like to right. do well if everyone's good for the evening then the sun comes morning comes and uh, it looks like a bright fresh beautiful autumn day that's uh you know the scent of the kitchen is wafting up throughout the keep, making your stomachs growl. Uh, you've eaten nothing but really fine, rich meals here, which beats the hell out of the hardtack that you guys have been eating on your travels from Palanthus here. And so uh, maybe you're enjoying it a little bit too much, but in either the case, you're welcome to enjoy it. Uh, however, you do need to get going. So let me know when you want to start heading off. Uh, you see the daughters of Lord Viranesh come down they're, they've been sort of, first of all, they're young. I want to put that out there. They're too young for you all. But they've been sort of like eyeing you a little bit and giggling. And, you know, they're little like sort of schoolgirl crushes when, you know, some sort of romantic figure comes along. You guys are Knights of Salamnia. When, and for, for these young girls who are trained to be ladies of Knights of Salamnia, it's kind of exciting to have you in the keep. And so they're sort of 
doing their best to flirt in their mo you know most convincing ways at getting looks from their father along the way who's also kind of eyeing each of you to make sure you're not you know acting inappropriately or anything not suggesting either of you would but just you know that's you know protective father vibes and uh the young son xander is kind of pissy to be quite honest he's he's a little bit pissed that he can't go he really thinks that he could add to this you know add something of substance to this mission and he's just a young lord who wants to prove himself and he's not given the opportunity right now so he's a little bit upset about it um but you guys have a hearty breakfast of uh, venison sausage. You've got some eggs. You've got some uh, fresh squeeze, uh, fresh <laughs> squeeze, uh, fresh milk from uh, the the livestock outside. And uh, yeah, you guys are enjoying you know fresh baked bread and everything. Um, you've got like honey coating the top of it, and uh, you know the the cooks here are are really spectacular. But you know this has to end at some point. So Lord Virnesh stands up. Gentlemen, have a good breakfast and good luck on your journey. May Paladine guide you. And he sort of bows and goes to attend to his regular daily duties. Um, possible to charm one of the serving ladies to uh, get us a couple of loaves of bread for the, the road. Send <laughs> okay. a nicely freshly baked. Yeah. At least get us to the dairy. Uh, a very healthy shaped uh, cook comes up, you know, sort of giggling and, you know, blushing a little bit. Here you are, my lord. And she hands you a satchel filled with sausages and cheese and bread. It's like, that should tide you over till you hit the first village. Oh, uh, madame, you are far too kind. May Paladine bless you. Is the young lord around? Xander? Yeah, he's still in there. Yep. I want to go have a wee chat with him just before we go. Okay. Um, so he's sort of eating some porridge uh, on a table by himself off to the side of the main table that you are all sitting at. Sort of, you know, just, you know, just kind of being pissy. Young lords, may I have a moment of your time, if it would please you? He stands up, sort of, you know, lowers his head in respect. Yes, sir. Um, obviously, I don't want to talk to him in front of everybody, just slightly off to the side so our voices don't carry. Okay. Yeah, he followed you. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, just place my hand on the shoulder. Um, please don't think ill of your father. This is the man who cares. I love you very much. I want you, as preparing you for leadership. Your day will definitely come. It is just not today. I understand. It's just disappointing. You train your whole life, and now an opportunity arises, and, and you can't prove yourself. Did you have to deal with this when you believe were my age? But we all have uh, that that urge to prove yourself, to see, test your metal. Uh, it's the true calling of a knight. We all know this. Yet, as you know, we are still a outfit of peace. None of us crave war. War brings horrors that no man or woman wishes to see. Please understand this: for the crave war, is to invite darkness into your heart. I understand. It's. I want to be like those heroes of legend. I want to stand up and face the darkness and and, and be the, the shining light. You can do that every day. Be the example. Be steadfast. Be loyal to your father. Be loyal to your people. Those who have uh, 
those that have been heroes did not wash it upon them. Faith is a fickle beast. We do not know where any of us will head. Please don't, don't rush for adventure. If it is your time, adventure will find you. But uh, none of us relish this trip ahead. None of us wish to see war. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment to say that. Thank you, sir. Young Lord, you will be our, you will be our Lord, in time, and we will look to you for leadership and guidance. Good luck on your journey. I, I hope things work and out you, well for you. And you, long, Young Lord, please keep the place safe. Please keep the place, uh, the spirits up for our return. We hope not to come back with uh, bad news. I will do my best. So you, you okay. see his, his spirit, you know, is, is a little bit brighter. He feels better for having, you know, had the conversation. The fact is, is, you know, when you're just isolated in your own family and lifestyle, sometimes you get a little bogged down. Having outsiders who have actually lived and experienced and stuff coming and talking to you, it, it really did lift his spirits a little bit and gave him a little bit more perspective. And so, yeah, um, so you have inspiration at this point. Um, on your, your next role, whether it's a combat or ability check, if you want to use the inspiration, just add on five to whatever it is you roll. Okay. Um, all right, gentlemen. So, are you all ready to head out? As ready yes. as everyone else. And um, uh, as he was speaking with the young lord, Scab stepped, stepped away to check on the rations we have for the trip. He knows we just got new bread, but you can never know with your water. Yeah. Well, there is a, a, a natural well here that you can draw any amount of water you want out of, and it is as pure as, as anything you've ever drank before. Um, it's not lead-lined or anything, <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, it's good to consume. Um, so you can fill up all of your wineskins and get extras and you know, have enough rations all prepared and ready and you know, make sure the saddles are all tied on the horses and you know, just get everything ready. Um, all right, so are, are you good with that? Right. Let's go do it. So as you guys start heading out, again, it is early morning. You're hearing the chirping of birds. You're seeing the breeze play with the grass and the leaves of the trees. And it's just, again, it, it's autumn. And so this is just the perfect weather just to lay around in the grass and stare at clouds if that's what your life was. But for you guys traveling, this is probably the best case scenario you could ask for. Um, you start traveling up the Vingard, and though you are not right next to this massive river, and I can't, I can't stress enough how, how large the Vingard River is from side to side, uh, you would be hard-pressed to see the other side of it. That's how wide it is uh, if you're standing at the shoreline. So you see barges traveling. You know, merchants are using the, the river to, to uh, pass goods up and down um, you're seeing uh, just uh, massive ships sort of traveling in the far distance, nowhere near the shore where you are. Every once in a while, you'll see a, a commoner or, a, you know, a sort of a peasant type person fishing and just sort of enjoying their day, minding their own business. Uh, the, the road that you're traveling on is well worn, but it's not a maintained road. Like, for example, when you came out of Palanthus all the way down until you hit um, um, Vingard Keep, it was a massively paved, well 
taking care of road from there to uh, Lord Varanesh's keep. It is more, you know, packed dirt, but, you know, people come in and, and fill in holes and stuff like that. But it's not really like our paved roads that we're on. So you do have to pay a little bit more attention to your riding and, and attention and care to the horses. So I'm going to have to ask you guys to give me a check here. And um, I'm going to say we're going to use intelligence uh, in order to, to check on making sure that you're doing well with animals. If you have animal handling as a, a skill, you can use that instead. But uh, what does it say animal handling is? Is it intelligence? Yes. I can't see it from what it I'm looking at. Just gives it a point of one. Okay. Acrobatics. So let's do an intelligence check just to make sure that you're taking care of your animals and everything's going well for you. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a D <laughs> D100. You got to roll a D20. Oh, oh D20. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. Oh, that was... Oh, it's not so good. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about you, right, Skip? That, that's more like that's <laughs> more like my roleplay building. And we're back. Oh. <laughs> uh, Eric, Scab, what's your role? Um, I'm not sure why it's when you click on it, it does too. So I'm just gonna. No, just click on the D20 icon. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the numbers are the. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Mr. Cavalryman? Yeah. So Eric is doing great with his horse. Apparently he just, uh, well, he knows what he's doing. The rest of y'all are having a hard time. Um, you know, the horse sort of sprained its foot on an unexpected uh, gopher hole at one point. Um, your horse, uh, scab is not doing very well it just doesn't look like it's had much exercise lately even though it did look healthy when you were back at the stables for some reason with all the weight with your armor and equipment it it's having a really hard time of it which is slowing you all down forcing you to go a little bit slower um, i'm assuming eric that you're going to be hanging out with the rest of them and not passing them up but it's going to take a little bit longer to get to that first village uh, than you intended and taking care of these horses for the two of you, uh, Scab and Charles, is proving to be a bit more of a challenge than you had expected. If you had had the horses that you rode from Palanthus on, you probably wouldn't have this problem because you knew them. You know, they were, they were battle-worn and stuff, but because mm. these are fresh horses that you're not familiar with, it's just not going so well for you. Um, all right, so ultimately it takes well into the late afternoon. The sun is starting to set. Uh, you're seeing the the rays of the sun breaking over the eastern or the I'm sorry <laughs> I'm getting mixed up the western horizon uh, the Vanguard Range and it's just getting darker and darker. Uh, the moons are out. You see uh, Solinary and Lunatary uh, shining their silver and red glow, uh, little slivers all across the plains, creating a, a, a actually remarkably beautiful scene. Um, you're hearing regular animals and you're hearing people as they pass you by traveling their journeys and you finally come to a town called Rivette and as you start to enter this town um, I'm going to pull up the map here 
and I'm going to move down to y'all. So not only do you have your horses, each of you, um, I failed to mention that you also had a cart with all of your rations and equipment stowed in the cart as well. Um, you come to this town of Rivet. You start uh, walking toward the town center, and you, you're noticing that this town is completely devastated. I mean, this is, it's not even really a town, it's a village, but it's not well-maintained. It looks pretty ragged. I'm just going to move all of you here really quick if you can see me moving you as you move up toward the town center in order to head through it, but also just trying to find any bodies at all. And you notice that there is a group of people all gathered around this central area. And from what you're hearing as you're approaching it over the sound of your armor clinking, over the sound of the horses and their, their ragged breathing because they're rather tired and you know your two horses, Scab and Charles, are, are having a hard go of it. Um, the wagon wheels squeaking and stuff. You don't really catch everything initially, but as you roll through, you start to hear, Generational wealth should not be the sole factor on whether you live or die. These knights of your nation, they're hoarding their wealth and resources and hiding behind their walls. Wealth that you broke your back in generating and walls that your ancestors raised on their behalf. And where is your security? Where is your wealth? You suffer while they sit idly by in their ivory towers and laugh. They laugh at you. They laugh at your lies. All they do is take, take, and take more. I say it's time to take back. I stand before you with the promise of a better future. The promise of security and order, wealth, and opportunity. She of many faces has returned. The goddess that was pushed aside by Paladine. Her followers tortured and murdered by the king priest. She has returned, and she is offering you peace if you are but to take it. And you're hearing muttering and murmurs of the villagers like, Yeah! Yeah! Damn the knights! Damn the knights! They've done nothing but step on us! Pushed us in the mud! And, you know, other people are chiming in, Who is this she of many faces? Paladine punished us! Is she going to deliver us from evil? And you guys are starting to walk up. You see that this is a woman with dark black hair, well tied up and rolled up in a very, you know, sort of old school fashion. She's wearing very luxurious robes, uh, crimson red with these sort of purple embroidered edges around them. Uh, she's right in the center here. I don't know. If, you guys should have access to control your own views here. Um, but yeah, these people are all like standing around completely buying what she's selling. And it's all at the expense of the Knights of Slamnia and asking them to join this she of many faces goddess, whomever that may be. So what do you guys do? I think we need to this point. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stroll up behind the woman and go, you have a silver tongue. But the reason why knights aren't always protecting villagers is because we're protecting from greater threats outside the villages. Can you move your actual character token, your little figure, to where yes. you wanted to move? Is that my character? That's my character. I should have your name on it. It's a little zoomed out on mine. Yep, that's, that's okay. Me. You can zoom in. Uh, so as you go past... <laughs> were you uh did you dismount or were you still on your horse still on my horse 
Okay. <laughs> so as you, your horse comes by this woman right next to you, she like sort of stands aside like excuse me as you start to to say what you just are we're trying to say you see um this the woman right here see they try to walk right over you they're literally using their mounts to step on you is this what you want to look forward to for your safety and security they are monsters all of them and you see these other villages like yeah get your horse out of here what are you trying to do run us over and they start to like walk literally like a uh, crowd around you um uh scab is just going to like shoulder himself up and just shout silence can i get an intimidation check yes you can let me just take a look at my intimidation score again if not intimidation then um you can also use persuasion whichever is better for you or arguably uh, however you want to do it. Are you trying to be aggressive about it? Or are you trying to be gentle about it? It's a little it? more aggressive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did I get? I got a... Oh, only a four. That's another two. <laughs> okay. So you try to shout out, but no one is listening at all to what you say. Um, give me one quick second. Uh, in the chat room, Bile, thanks for joining live. This is me making up a backstory for the Scales of War prelude. Um, that's found in Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen Adventure. So this is us just exploring a different side of what's already occurred. Um, it is not available. Uh, peanut butter, or <laughs> peanutty Reinhold, thanks for joining live. It's great to see you. Jay, what's up? And everyone else, thank you so much for joining live. Okay, so we're not on initiative or anything. So if you want to say something or do something, go ahead. Uh, you can see the tone of this crowd of commoners is really against you at this point. So as Eric, as you were saying, uh, you know, we have greater threats. They're like, what's greater than the people that are feeding you, that are working your fields? We're the ones that matter, not you. And they're just like, yeah, yeah. And you see her turn and sort of take a step back from you because, you know, the horse is so imposing right in front of her. Um, she backs up. Is this what you're going to let them do? Are you going to let them walk all over you? Literally? And they're like, no, we're not. No. First of all, first of all, ma'am, I did not walk over you. I did not walk over anyone. I walked around. There's a very fine difference. Semantics he uses on us. We're real people. How about you explain exactly what you're doing here? Like, yeah, what are you doing here? You don't belong. First of all, we're trying to protect all of you from a greater threat. A threat that none of you could possibly begin to imagine. Something that has been gone for hundreds upon hundreds of years. And all you're trying to do is start a riot. Cause mayhem, cause problems. When we're already in a time of distress. Are you trying to change the tone of the crowd are you like what's your ultimate goal are you, are you trying to persuade them in a way not really persuading because it's telling the truth but right but you can use the truth to persuade people yeah. are you <clears throat> what are you trying to get across through your speech um to simmer them down to calm them down okay so uh, just yeah. make a point. So give me a give me a persuasion check just to see if they're buying what you're saying. You know, if they're believing it. 
Do I have any modifiers? Nope. 11. Okay. Um, you see a couple of them. Yeah, they're, they're sort of, you know, pausing for a moment, but the majority of them are not buying anything you're saying. They've been already riled up by this individual. And at this point, they seem to be getting aggressive. Could I make a, another intimidate check to try and make another? Well, Did you speech? use persuasion before or intimidation? Me, I used intimidation and okay. failed. Um, so if you're going to try again, it would have to be with persuasion. You have to change your tactics, so to speak. Okay. Um, while this is going on, it didn't seem it didn't seem sensible to drive a wagon into the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, hence, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> hence leaving the horse. Yeah. So I've walked up into sort of the middle of the crowd, mm -hmm. facing sort of man to man. Yeah. Um. Obviously, without uh, undercutting uh, Eric's speech, I'm waiting for a prominent pause. So, whenever that appears, let me know, and I'll jump in. Okay. Well, let's let's have you go before we have uh, Eric try his persuasion, or I'm sorry, Scab try his persuasion again. All right. Um, what What did you want to okay. say, Charles? Okay. My friends, we are also trying to find out why our brothers have died. Why they were slaughtered needlessly. Can any of you answer us that? You hear this sort of like muttering, um, like this woman sort of backs away from you. You know, obviously a knight in armor with weapons and stuff is a little intimidating. They, they sort of like back away from you. Um, and ultimately, you know, sort of mum murmuring under their, their breath, like, yeah, you caused a cataclysm. This whole thing's your fault. Of course they'd kill you. We'd run you out if we could. You know, like little stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, this person that's you know sort of in the back here, uh, this one right there. I don't. Can you guys see when I click on someone? I don't know. I believe you have to like hold a click, like if you so this hold person. an air. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So this person, person right here. Sort of got pink red hands. Yeah, exactly. Next to this person so, doing the monster yeah. mash. She calls out uh, to you. Who are you to talk to us as if we were your vassals? You don't belong here. You don't live here. You don't work these fields or live in these destructed hovels. She's um, talking to you, Charles. Eric, are you going to speak directly to her? Yeah. I don't want us to get flanked, so I'm going to move away over to um, character says Reese because I don't want us uh, getting surrounded. Okay, so Scab, you were going to do another... Uh, uh, intimidation or a persuasion. Um, or I was going to swap to a persuasion. So let's do that. And I was okay. I'm going to make the roll before I say anything, just to see what I end up saying. Okay. All right. So middle of the road. And what do you expect will come from riling them up like this? What do you expect to actually happen besides more misfortune and toil from being so angry and letting one person change your minds? Think for yourself, people. Um, your perception is. Is that perception? Nope. No, I'm I'm just looking at your passive perception to see. Okay. You see her um, clearly start moving her hands in an arcane manner, and she starts speaking. She pulls out this tuft of uh, like this powdery substance that stinks to high heaven when the 
the, the breeze brings it to your nose. She throws it down to the ground, and we're going to roll initiative. So, initiative, uh, roll a d20, and let me know your result. Uh, let me quickly take a look and see. I'm pretty sure I, I have a plus two initiative. No, oh, that is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's it. I got a, oh, I my a God. <laughs> oh, God. This is on par. This is exactly what we... <laughs> this is how we roll. <laughs> Horrible rolls all around. All right, so Charles, what did you have? You had a five. Great initiative. Uh, Scab, what was your initiative? Got to trouble my own boots, land on my own sword, and knock myself out. 18, that's great. Uh, what Just got to get you a, had quick a plus two bonus. Stretch. So I'm going to drop Me? this down to 17. Yeah, you, you said you had a plus two initiative bonus? Yeah. Okay, so uh, she had an 18 as well, so you have a better bonus, so she's going to drop hers down one. And what was yours, Eric? Seven? Yep. Awesome. Uh, beautiful Charles, seven. did you go ahead and put in yours, your initiative bonus, or do you not have one? Uh, I mean, it might. They're in the event of an ambush... Could. Um, Who knows? Maybe they could no. roll a. You don't got any plus to your initiative? All right. Okay. So, Scab, you are up. You see her clearly starting something. What do you want to do? Uh, Scab is going to scream, Magic! And he's going to then charge her. <laughs> Whoa, you have your horse here. And there's someone in front of you. My horse. Okay, so that's going to take uh, half your turn, uh, half your movement to get off the horse. Um, okay. And you're going to charge. You can't charge her because someone's in front of you at this moment, but you can move to her with the remaining movement you have. Each of these squares that you guys see on the, if you see the squares, let me make that just a little bit and more visible. And yeah. just so everyone's aware, uh, Scab is not pulling out his sword at all. He's instead just, um, uh, he gets off his horse and then just starts um, uh, making his way towards this woman with the attempt to basically put her hands down. <laughs> Okay, so are you trying to actually physically touch her? Yes. Okay, so I need Tuckler. you to roll an attack roll. Uh, okay. Of course, this is just what? physical, so no weapons or anything. So I believe I would just add my strength to this? Yeah. Or, yeah, okay, so I, I mean, whatever's higher than dexterity or strength, I, I'd say you could go with. Uh, yeah, my strength is higher, so I'm going to try doing a strength roll, so I should get a plus three to this. Go ahead. Uh, what was that? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to click again. So we'll go with the first one. I got an 18. So you, like, lick no, your wait. hands and you smack her hand down? <laughs> oh, no, wait. The second one looks to be my initiative, so I got a dirty 20. That's great. So uh, you move up and you, like, push your hands down, and she has this rage look in her eye. Um, so you've, do you have any other actions that you can take this turn? You've already done your move. You've uh, done your I... physical attack. Uh, the only other thing I could do is my... Well, I don't think I have any minor actions, or if that's a thing. Yeah, reactions this. or anything. Yeah, I don't have any... I don't know if I have... If I do marks... Um, no, uh, not in this game. So, okay, so then, no. That would be all I'm doing. Okay. I'm just keeping my eyes on her. And I guess for my minor action was me screaming, Magic! Right. So, when you, like, push your hands down, you just see this rage come in her eyes. It's now her turn. Uh, just so you guys know... Um, this rage appears in her eyes, and uh, as a bonus action, she casts Sanctuary, and you see this 
war this uh um ward rays up around her like the, the actual atmosphere itself starts shimmering all around her body um let's see and then she calls down for her regular movement um she casts a spell called sacred flame down on you um oh jeez, i gotta look at what you guys on scab so you're yep. right in front of her why isn't this i am hovering oh this is aggravating uh, it's not actually doing it. <clears throat> so um she calls down this this flame down on you it is uh a dex save so uh i need you to roll a dexterity saving throw for me Okay. I don't think I have anything for specifically saving throws, so I'll just throw my dex modifier on. Okay, another dirty 20. Oh, that's great. So I think you save for half on this. Yeah. So the total here is going to be 10 damage. Or no, 5 damage because it's half. So you see this flame called down from the sky. She calls out... Tachesis, queen of darkness, destroy this interloper! She brings her hands down. You see, but following her hands, literally from the sky above, just this flame come down, and you get this flashback of that fireball all over again. And it just envelops you entirely. You step aside, and you sort of back out of the way momentarily, so you're only taking partial of this massive divine damage that just shuddered down from the sky. Um, take five damage, and then... Um, uh, for her turn, she just stands there. Take them! Take the knights! Kill them all! They do not deserve to live! And you actually see some of these commoners rally up. Uh, you see this commoner come down here to you, Charles. This one does as well. This commoner moves over. Oh, wait, where are you? To scab. So these two are on scab. These two are on... Oh, my gosh. Are on Charles. And this commoner is going to move over like up standing up on the edge of this little statue fountain base and try to leap and tackle Eric as this one's going to come over and try to grab from behind and pull Eric down. So let me deal with this really quick and see what happens here. Um, I can see your armor classes here. So Eric, your armor class is 16. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So let me look here. You see the other commoners, they're just sort of like, whoa, you know, like clearly intimidated by what's happening around them. They've never seen magic like this before. They, they don't know anything. They don't want to attack knights. That's insane. They're <laughs> commoners. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, those ones, they're just riled up and they're ready to go. Uh, let's see. So, so Eric, the one that comes up at you, it actually grabs onto you uh, with a 19 you uh, are going to be taking two points of damage as he sort of like grabs you and starts pummeling you literally like with a club that he just like a sap that he just had uh, this one coming up from behind you is going to actually try to grab you and pull you down oh my gosh and with a 22 it grabs you i need you to uh, counter with your dexterity or your strength whichever is higher for you so just give me a strength or a dexterity roll whichever is higher and this is to stay in your seat, in your horse. That is a 12. Okay, you did not beat her uh, roll, so you're going to be pulled literally down, and you're going to be prone at the beginning of your next turn, or your first turn. Uh, she just pulls you right off of your horse. 
Um, we're going to go with scab next. So this one is going to attack you. Scab, your armor class is, is also 16. Let's see here. Um, runs up with a little frying pan, tries to ping you. You sidestep and sort of push away with your arm as she, like, you know, tries to smack you with that. The other this guy right here comes up at you. He tries to uh, just knock you right in the face. He actually connects with you, and you take two damage from him uh, connecting right in your, your face there with his fist. Um, okay. Let's deal with Charles. You're, you're all the same arm class. Okay, so this guy comes up, grabs a piece of wood off the ground on the way. Wow, 20 clocks you for two. Oh. This woman comes up behind you as well, and she misses you. So as the first one hits you, you sort of sidestep. Uh, you see the woman coming clearly, and so you just move out of her way. as She you know, just sort of does a haymaker trying to get at you. Now, these are peasants, but... They did attack you. So it's totally up to you how you act in this. Of course, it's always up to you how you guys act. And now we're moving on to the next person, and it's Eric. It is your turn. What do you do? You were just, now you're thrown, at... so you're going to have to stand up if you're going to do that. I'm going to stand up and shout at them. You're going to listen to a witch who follows the god of evil. What the hell is wrong with all of you? As the one who... Uh, pulled me off mm -hmm. of the horse. The woman behind you. I'm going to sweep. I'm going to sweep her to the floor. I'm going to roll a strength. Yeah, give me an attack roll. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So as you try to make contact with her, she just dodges right. She's wily, this one. She just dodges right under your arms as you're trying to, like, you know, grab and, like, throw her to the ground or, you know, with your leg. She just lifts her leg up or something. She She's has, like, um, what's her face out of Kung Fu Hustle with the frampon and the cigarette? <laughs> she is Kung Fu Hustle. You know what I'm sure. talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but she just avoids you, like, entirely. And she looks a little bit surprised that she did as well, to be quite honest. Um, so your movement was to stand up, your, uh, attack, do you have any other actions you want to take? Or you can take? Um, do you have any bonus, I, anything? I don't think you do, but... I'm pretty sure I don't have any bonuses that I can do. Okay. That is it. Alright, Charles, you are up. Okay, um, what I want to do is, the person with the plank, I want to grab them by the shoulders... And shake them. Okay. And say, you can beat this. You don't have to fall to darkness. Snap out of it. Okay. Um, give me a persuasion, I guess that would be, right? Um, are you trying to subdue her or are you trying to change her attitude? I'm, no, uh, uh, she missed. It's the one that picked up the weapon. Right. So, the dude, so do you want to disarm? Want to pick up the weapon? So you can't um, so move right than, into a space, but you just just be next. No, to I'm it. trying. I'm sorry. I was just trying to hide yeah. it because I'm right next to the. You she's the one by that. Um, she's the one that missed. Yeah. He's the one that picked up the the plank of wood. Is that correct? Yeah. So him, I, I don't want to. It'd be too easy to pull out a sword and start ending people, which we don't want to do. And if I uh, clock them, 
and they start going down, that's going to rile up the crowd even more. So what I want to try and do is more of a passive by the shoulders and persuade them that they've been possessed. And it's more for the rest of the crowd as well as him, mm-hmm. whether I can check him out of it or not. Yeah. Um, I might use my spar, I think, as well. Then I've got those extra five points. Uh, just, uh, right. Yeah, you got inspiration. Yeah. Um, personal persuasion. Let's see. It should be. What's the right? Persuasion is uh, charisma, and you have a four, a native four on four, it. So right. just add four to whatever you roll. Right. Uh, is this D20? Yeah. Yeah, all of this is going to be D20. Uh, so 16, uh, that's a Plus 20. And so that's 20. Yeah. So, um, so you, you went to grab him and talk to him, or you just went to talk to him? or what? My shoulders. You grabbed him. Shake him. Yep. 100%. I don't want to hurt him. Oh. You see his yeah, eyes just kinda... sort of go wide, like, oh shit, <laughs> this got real. <laughs> you know, because ultimately, mob mentality is completely different when you're suddenly confronted one-on-one. It's no longer mob mentality, and you see that in his eyes. He's just like, oh, whoa, okay, you're looking at me. <laughs> this is different. Do you, so do you say anything you specific? Don't let the darkness take you. Don't let the witch overpower your mind. You're better than this. Yeah, you definitely see he's stunned. He's just like, oh, 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 okay. He's dropping uh, his weapon. Nice. On his turn, I'll I'll tell you what happens on his turn. But you know, for your <laughs> turn, you're just like, you know, listen to reason, man. <laughs> Without actually smacking him. Um, and then is that all you can do? You can move or anything else? Um. No, I don't want to go further forward because we've got um, a number of people back here. That's because I don't want us getting surrounded. Yeah. Okay. So I'll stay where I am. Scab, you're up. So Scab, being <coughs> blessed with that fire, immediately starts having flashbacks <laughs> and screams, Everybody run! She went up the flame! It will consume us all! And then Scab is going to... Basically, do a football charge to tackle her to the ground. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me a give me a tack roll. Same thing. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So he's just screaming. Can we, can we open this arm, arm right in the middle and find a candle inside? Is this was the way this was going? <laughs> I rolled a nineteen to um oh. her and yeah. uh, basically train her. Yeah. All right. Give me one second here. Hoping my main goal is to kind of like make sure her arms can no longer move. Right. Don't want her blasting with another magic thing. Yeah, I don't blame you. And uh, there's a bit of hysteria in Scab's voice when he's screaming about the fire. Oh, I bet. Let me look up this spell that she had already cast as a bonus action here. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. All right, so do, give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, that would be a minus one for me. Okay. 16. Uh, 17 minus one. Okay. So, yeah, you stay focused on what you're going to do. So, yeah. Um, 
otherwise you would have had to choose you know some other action you would have lost this one so yeah you like reach up you grab her and you sort of knock her on the ground and she yeah, is it's like, like i down. pull on football tackle her so we're both heading to the ground yeah yeah okay um is that are you just gonna hold try to hold on to her uh scab is basically trying to get on top of her because yeah. in his mind he is now terrified of the magic user so he's going to basically try and punch them yeah. um, uh, his next turn okay i like that so he's just trying to hold them down so they can't cast their magic again right i'm up <clears throat> and do you want me to do anything about like i'm uh trying to convince the people around me or is that going to be a standard mm. action um i don't think speaking is is a standard action or anything but you no, you were already reaction you're you're already like actively like you know attacked her ostensibly you know from everyone else's perspective you have like made yourself prone and you have uh, like tackled on top of her so anything you say at this point is not really going to be listened to so you're not gonna be able to roll to do to persuade them in any you know way or another well i was more asking because before i am uh i tackled her i screamed about um, uh, everybody running away from right. the fire Oh no! I mean that would that would be more of an action to try to actively persuade okay, them about so, that. So at this point, right, they're just so yeah, going to have to react. Just, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to um uh, to basically tackle her to the ground. Okay. Well, you do successfully, and you drop her down. Um, what do you have a strength bonus? Because that's going to be damage. Uh, I have a strength plus three. Okay, so she's going to take three damage just from dropping on the ground. Um, she doesn't look terribly hurt or anything, but she looks surprised as hell. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, and, and I believe it's her turn and the commoner's turn. So she's going to go first screaming, see this? He's trying to quiet us. He's trying to shut us down. Kill them. Kill them. So we're going to have a contested strength check. She's going to roll hers. You're going to roll yours and see which one. Um, she's trying to break free of you, basically. Okay. And get out from uh, underneath you. Oh, oh she dang. rolled a natural 20. Oh, yeah, I don't beat that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, you, you had a you got too much luck, <laughs> That was crazy. So yeah, she busts out um, for her action. She stands up and she's pointing down as you're still on the ground. Kill him! And you see these two that are right next to you, now that you're prone, just straight up go to attack you. Okay, so, go right ahead. Let's see. That this first one uh, moves to attack you and completely misses, even though you're motionless on the ground. He tries and, to hit where my standing what? form was. Yeah, she's like, wait, wait. And then this one is an agile friggin'. Oh no, it's a dirty twenty. So it hits you with a twenty. Um, you take. That's another two. Two damage. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's so fun. She's just like, pop. Like, stay down! We don't want to have to kill you, but we will! She's like, no, you do have to kill him! Tear their hearts out! They are evil! Just like the king priest! Do not listen to their lies! Um, this one that you had grabbed, Charles, he just <laughs> drops the club and, like, turns and faces and sees Scab had tackled the woman, and then she sort of broke away and got up. And he's like, I, I think I, I need to... I think I have duties at, at home to take care of. Um, maybe we could all just go back tending our fields, right? <laughs> like sort of speaking to no one. He's, he's sort of like looking at you, hands up like, it's, o it's okay, right? <laughs> like making sure that you're not going to like attack him or anything, Charles. 
Um, and you see this woman, as soon as he says that, she sort of like stops for a second. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I think perhaps I, I left something in the oven. I, I should probably go tend to. And you see these two just literally start walking away. Like they want nothing. You see um, this rise right next to you. Rise is sort of like, mm -hmm. that was amazing. I, I I think you guys are doing a, a great job at protecting us. And I, I don't think that she, she just came into town, you know, talking is free actions. It doesn't take any time. Uh, she just came into town and started riling up the crowd. I, I don't think we're bad people. Please don't kill us. I mean, this is a young kid talking to you right next to you. Um, this is what evil does. That's why we do our best and fight it. Maybe now you understand our role in this world. <laughs> As Eric... I'm sorry, I can't, I can't help but laugh because it's like you're having this nice conversation. <laughs> Scab's over here getting beat up by two peasants. And but like flame just... from the heavens scorched him. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else is just like, let's hug. Just like in a mass hysteria. Yeah, well, that's... Do you want the entire crowd after you? Do you know what I mean? Do you want the entire One at a time. We'll get to you, Scab. All right? We've got to have you live up to your name. I've got to work out number three. I'm doing my bit. Nicely, nicely. So there's a woman that Eric... Water flows over rock. Uh, Eric, the, the, the woman that you tried to, to sweep to the ground, sort of step back, she moves forward and just uh, picks up a rock from the ground and tries to hit you with the rock. Let's see. And she, like, she makes contact, but it wasn't enough strength behind it or anything, so it sort of bounces off your armor. It doesn't affect you at all. Um, this one tries to hit you again with its club and completely misses so you know the, the sort of happenstance of of you trying to sweep her leg her sort of backing up grabbing the rock trying to hit you you moving aside and having it glance off your armor actually saved you from this other person trying to club you where you were just a moment ago um and i think that's everyone that was still aggressive this woman in the middle of everything is just sort of like uh, uh like running off to the side like i didn't really want to be involved in the middle of this you know, sort of uh, getting out of the way of the actual combat that seems to be occurring at least up here behind her. So that is the end of their turn. We're going to Eric. What are you going to do? Um, let's use my... Would it be okay to use my light crossbow to get that woman off of... What's your character's name again? Scab. Scab? Uh, you, you mean this woman? Yeah. She's not on top of me. Yeah. She's just stood up. Scab is just on the floor in between them. Yeah, I mean... Well, figure of speech. You, no, I got, I got that. If you want to try to use a crossbow um, while you have two people actively on you, it's going to be a little bit challenging. It's just going to be a regular attack roll, but, you know, I mean, you're, you're trying to aim a missile weapon while people are actively trying to smack you. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult than it would be otherwise. Because you're not you're, you're not paying attention to the people on you. You know you're paying attention to other people. That's true. I will still take my chance. Okay. So um, you're trying to attack this woman right here. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure I, I understand. Go ahead. 
some random villager just after <laughs> going to all that effort to calm down. This is where Scab stands up <laughs> right into the bolt. <laughs> Don't! If he rolls in that one, maybe. 16 to hit. Okay, so the 16 is not enough. Uh, you aim it at her, and normally that would actually be sufficient, but you're actively in melee with two different people, and so you just can't, you know, between your moving and, and ducking and dodging, you can't get the shot off and have it aim true. So it sort of whistles past her a little bit, but now her attention is focused on you. So you definitely got her attention. Um, good. Did you want to move at all, or are you good where you are? Um, I mean, you're flanked at this moment, so if you move, you are going to provoke two opportunity attacks. I'm going to shout at the people near me. Do not see what she... Do not see what she's doing to you! She's trying to tear you apart! Take you away from your families! Take you away from your loved ones and your friends! Don't listen to the heretic! Okay. Praise the Emperor. Charles, you're up. Okay, I'm going to walk towards these people mm -hmm. and basically uh, unless you want to be involved in this, I suggest you leave now. Yeah, at this point they look like they're just observing what the hell just happened. You know, they, they don't look angry or upset or anything. They're just sort of shocked at, you know, what, what's going on. They're looking at you like no, we don't. We don't want to be. We don't want anything to do with this. No, no. Just you know. Just uh, uh, maybe you could just leave. Maybe remove yourselves from danger. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> they clearly don't want anything to do with any of you. You know, they're, they're, it's like watching a car accident. You know, you just sort of like rubbernecking, looking at what's happening. That's what I'm they're doing at this point. But as you come up and speak to them directly. They're now like, oh shit, he's looking at me. Okay, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should get out of here. And we'll, we'll see what happens on their turn. But they, they look like they believe, you know, they should not be uh, loitering watching what's going on. Um, did you want to do anything else? Or you moved? You have another move? Um, or you can do something from where you are as attack-wise? Well, well uh, I'll walk towards... Uh... What, what I don't want to do is getting surrounded, so I'm trying to clear the field as I make my way towards the, the actual combat. Right. Because what we don't want is a mob of 10 people. If we're down to two or three, then we can deal with that. Yeah. I think we have four people on yeah, us. Four, four commoners right now. Right. Commoners two on me, are... two on Eric. Four commoners and one witch. So I'm making my way. Have I still got enough to close some of this guy? Yeah, you're you're right there. Okay. So as I'm saying that, I close down with this guy. What's what's he doing? Uh, she is actually she just or took she... a swing trying to hit Scab. I think she actually connected with him. So she she she's like me on the head. Yeah, she's like beating him with a stick, like as he's on the ground. Um, can I just shoulder charge her? Yeah. Are you are you, are you trying to into the back? Her back's to me, isn't it? Then if she's concentrating scab. Give me an attack roll. Does it get any bonuses because she's distracted? Um, I'll I'll put them on the back end here. Because you are flanking uh, there. So what am I doing? I'm doing strength? Is that right? So yeah, yeah, strength. Uh 
Oh, yeah. Oh, 15. Yeah. Yeah, so you move up yeah, and you're just, just like, wanna... bop, you hit her and she sort of like stumbles forward. I mean, she's going to stay in her square, but you stumble forward. Uh, do you have a strength bonus? Because that's going to be the damage that she takes from you charging at her. Um, three. Okay. Woof. Yeah, she is not doing well. So you actually see her scream out. Like, ah, what are you attacking me for? How dare you? Like, she's literally acting all indignant after having beaten a guy on the ground. <laughs> after you charged her, like, how dare you, sir? What did I ever do to you? Just shocked and stunned, and you actually, like, rattled her chain. You, and, like, you can see she does not have the look of someone who wants to attack. She has the look of someone who wants to get out of dodge in her face now. Uh, and that's the end of your turn, so we go to Scab again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scab still being on the ground and not really hearing anything around him because all he sees is the magic user sprouting <laughs> fire everywhere. Yeah. Is just going to grab her leg and pull her so that she falls to the ground. Okay, so first let's do a wisdom check to see if you can uh, continue on with that chain of thought. Let's see. Six. Okay, so yeah, you're you're thinking about doing that, but you sort of lose your because of the spell, you lose your uh, desire does that to do it. Spell anything. require concentration at all? Let me look. Because I don't know if this would. No, it's a duration of one minute, no concentration. It's sanctuary. Okay. Oh. well then, Scab is just gonna get up. He's gonna use his action to get up. Okay. And his minor action to um. Uh, basically take his shield and two-hand it as if he's preparing to charge into them again. Okay. Do you guys... I don't think you guys have shields. I think... uh, it said I had a shield. Okay. At least well, a light shield. Okay. So you grab the shield and you're like, bring it up in front of you. You're just sort of like preparing yeah. for your next action. Yeah. Uh, okay. So your move was to stand up. You lost your primary action because of that and now you're just readying uh, for what you're going to do next. So it is now their turn... You see her. Let's see. What is she? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, okay. It actually looks like I don't have a. Sh no, it says armor. I have a. Sh oh, I have proficiency in shields. That's where I got mistaken. So okay. No, I don't have a shield. Yeah. So I'm just like entering a fighter stance then. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's see. That's concentration. It's it's her turn. So I'm trying to. I apologize. I'm trying to figure out what she's going to do. All right, this is just a one-action thing. So she stands, like, leans back. She doesn't move or anything, but she leans back, and she starts speaking some arcane tongue, and she, like, puts her hand out in front of her, and you just see this bolt of light shoot out from her hand right at you. Would that not invoke an attack of opportunity on me because she didn't step away? No. I mean, regular spell casting right next to you, if it's just an act, like a single action, it does not provoke anything. Um, in this at all. So let's And would she see. at least get a minus two because I'm right next to her? Why would she get a minus two? Because you said that when um, uh, Eric was shooting, he got a minus because... That's because he, he has two people actively attacking him. Like, and I'm not actively attacking her? No, actually you're not. You just stood up. Oh, all right. <clears throat> I mean, literally, right? You, you tried to attack her and you succumbed to the spell that you decided not to attack her. So that right. was the effect of the spell. Understood. But even even if you were actively attacking her, like 
like as far as rules are going, like you can cast spells next to people in this edition, as far as I understand it. And someone uh -huh. correct me if I'm wrong. And unless it's like something that you are trying to concentrate, which someone then attacks you, then the concentration could break. Or if it takes more than one standard action, then it could be an issue. But they, you know, if you're like doing a magic missile or something like that, you can just do it right next to someone and it, it is not an issue. That's as far as I understood fifth edition rules uh, for this. So, I mean, if anyone understood. knows differently, please let me know and I'll correct it for sure. Um, so anyway, she tries to, she has to make a ranged attack on you. I mean, you're right next to each other. So I think that's going to be a, a, diff a difficulty because it's not like a full range here. It's just a, let's see. Let's see what happens. So D20. So 15, she does not hit you. Uh, you see the this bolt fly right by you as you stand up. And you're just like, whoa! Um, uh, she... No, uh, he just screams. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you just duck out of the way, and he just flies right by your face. Um, this woman that Charles sort of like shoved, she starts backing away slowly defensively so she doesn't provoke anything. But she's like, um, I, I think I think I maybe made the wrong decision. And uh, this woman here is like, no, kill him. Finish him. You must finish him. She's like, I, I think I need to leave. And these other commoners are starting to back away as well. They're like, uh, we don't really want to be involved in anything like this. And you see Rise, uh, well, I don't know. You don't see it because you're not really paying attention to him. But he moves all the way over not to her and he's like, why don't you just leave him alone? He hasn't done anything to you directly. Just just leave him alone. Talking to this woman that is right in front of him. Oh, excuse me. This guy that's uh, sort of uh, trying to hit you and missing consistently is going to give it another go. He's just convinced like, no, this is my mistress and you're trying to get her. He does hit you. That's two damage. Um, just smacks the side of you and just like battered a little bit more. No one else is... <laughs> <laughs> stopping this uh, individual is going to attack eric so let's see totally misses the one behind that rise was talking to the woman that's behind is completely ignoring him and actually is probably a little distracted because rise is talking to her and tries to hit eric and misses um and everyone else is, seems to be moving away and just sort of like calming down and they're changing their tune and this woman seems to be a little bit frustrated, a little bit angry about it. Now she's got these three people almost looming up closer to her. Um, so we are going with the next person here. Eric, what are you going to do? So was it this one right here that they're both me trying with... to... That, that one, one I... did actually hit you, yes. The one that's behind you pulled you down but has missed you since. Okay. <clears throat> This one right here that has hit me with a stick. I'm going to give him a quick jab to the forehead. Okay. Give me an attack roll. A quick jab, just a pop. Exactly. You hit. You connect. You smack him in the face. Uh, okay, so then... Uh, <laughs> quick reboot him. What, what's your strength... Bonus. It is a three. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you immediately stun her. It's actually a girl. You stun her, and she's just, like, blinking, seeing stars. You see blood coming down from her, uh, where you struck her in the forehead. <laughs> Completely shocked. And, uh, yeah, she 
she also does not seem to be wanting to be part of this anymore. She's like, oh, shit, this is real. Okay. Uh, uh." Audie word. Like blood coming down. Yeah, sorry. Blood coming down her face. Um, Okay. Are you going to try to move it all or, or is that it? Um. I'm going to turn around to look this person right here square in the eyes just to make them uncomfortable. You're next. Oh no, it's the dentist. <laughs> okay, Charles, you're up. Right, so I'm obviously moving towards our uh, dear, dear friend. Is this person involved? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's been hitting on uh, Scab with a club. I'd advise you to leave. Do not force me to draw my weapon. Are you using intimidation? Can I get a roll? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Not good at all. So you had to like step around her and you're like trying to be careful as shit around. Your voice cracks a little for some crazy reason. I've used up all the the presents. (laughs) I advise you not to do this. Shame, shame. I know your name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's ignoring you. He doesn't care. He's he's in a like a -a whack-a-mole sort of mode. (laughs) He's just going to keep going. Uh, All right. Good times. All right, Scab. All right, Scab is going to punch her. Okay, let's do the wisdom check real quick. <laughs> that Sanctuary is a crazy spell, man. Uh, 11. That is not enough. Okay, Scab is going to try and tackle her. Okay, so let's see here. Is that also going to be it's... another wisdom check? No, actually, you lose uh, your... On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack. So you lost the attack. So that was your attack attempt. And uh, now you actually scab? lose your attack action. Oh, I, no. I lose my attack action? Yeah, so because you, you did try just... to attack, but you lost ah. your will to go through with it. Oh, because okay. of the sanctuary. Uh, uh, one second. I saw that I had a like a skill no problem. Take that I want to see if I could use instead. What is this? Oh, action surge. Oh, is that action surge? On your turn, oh, you can sorry. take an additional action at the top of your regular action. All right, that's you. You can take another action. I could there. do that. Uh, you can use a bonus I'll action use sec- to regain I'll use hit second points. wind. Okay. Yeah, I'll use second wind. So what, do I just? I, what does it say? It's a bonus, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah, you can use a bonus action. So yeah, yeah, yeah you can go ahead and do that. Okay. So seeing as he, yeah, so I'm just gonna roll a d10 and, add two. and then, yep. So six That's plus great. two, eight. That's great. So scab goes from eleven to nineteen. That's great. All right. Yeah, he's just I'm a. He's speaking the oath and the measure under his breath. Nice. I like it. Okay. Uh, next up is them. Okay. Here we go. She's that spell slot. She's going to try to, let's see. 
I mean, she already... Yeah. Give me a deck save. She's going to try to do the Sacred Flame again. Um, okay. Calling down from Takisa's, Burn him alive! And you see this flame coming right down again, like you had before. Okay. Oh, dang. There's the two oh, again. Oh, no! No! <laughs> okay. Let me see what the damage is. Alright, so... Let's see how much damage. So 2d8. So that's 11 damage. And this okay. is radiant. I don't, I don't know if that matters at all. In this it, would it be radiant or just fire? Uh, let's see. It says radiant. So uh, it's called The spell is called Sacred Flame. Okay, so and fake fire. Technically, Got it. yeah. It's still, send, still scares the crap out of Scab. <laughs> Light comes down, just blasts open the air. She's like, kill him! Fuck kill him now! All of you, I'll reward you! Come back here! And you see these other people like, I think we're good. We don't really want to... We, yeah, we see where this is going. We don't really want to be a part of this anymore. Um, so this one is still in it. Like He feels like he's on a whack-a-mole roll. He's going to try his best as... And let's see what happens. Oh, jeez. 22 hits. You take two more damage. Okay. Um, this woman that Charles, you had sort of bumped into, she's like backing away from you and just getting out of the way. Let's see who else. This one you smacked in the face, Eric. It's completely uh, like leaving. Now, this will provoke an opportunity attack scab if you want to take it and Eric, if you want to take it, but she isn't paying attention at all. Okay. So, so she's like moving away and like wants to go home. You, you rocked her world with that punch in the face. This one, you tried to sweep her legs. She moved aside. She thinks she's got your number. She's coming in at you with this, uh, the rock that she had picked up earlier. And she misses totally with it. She comes swinging at you and it just flies right by you. All right, so that is them. Uh, Eric, you are up. How tall is she? Who, the woman right next to you? The woman that I'm just staring dead in the eyes. I mean, she's like five feet, four inches-ish. Medium. I don't know what you're looking for. I'm just going to casually stroll up to her. Not saying a oh, word. You're next to her. I mean, you're right there. No, I'm going to get face to face, just staring dead in her eyes and headbutt her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. Ah! <laughs> this woman! You got hair in your mouth. Alright. You, uh... Um, she sneezed. Are you, you wearing your helmet? You failed to headbutt her. Uh, are you gonna move or anything, or is that your turn? You're good. I am still going to stare straight in her eyes. Okay. Like, nothing ever happened. Yeah. It's more like, no one's always trying to start a fight and then milk a hand in. Yeah, they're like, fake. Fake, and like, what do you want? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> All right, Charles, you're up. Right, I don't like this uh, fire thingy, so yeah. I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith oh. on Scab. Will that work on Scab and myself due to proximity, or can only do it in Scab? He's taking quite a bit of damage. Let's look at that. I think it's an individual, but let's yeah. let's look at that spell here. I think it's an individual. Um, a creature of your choice within range, uh, very small parchment with a bit of holy text written on. Concentration up to 10 minutes. Okay, so you wouldn't be able to cast another spell as this is going. But you would give plus two to armor class for doing it. It's um, a bonus action, so it doesn't even take your action. So yeah, you can go cast that 
So I'm um, going to cast that on Scab. Uh, Scab. You get a plus two to your armor class uh, for the duration of this. As long as he's concentrating on it, it's it's good to go. And then Many thanks. You, you have a regular action if you want to take it. Okay. Um, do I need to roll for, or do I need to roll for that then? No, you just cast it. Right. Um, okay. So while I'm doing that, I'm gonna uh, pop this one in the face. With your fist? Because I tried to be nice. <laughs> Won't listen to reason. You gotta deal with no. it. Fifteen. Whoa. Yeah. And that's a three bonus. Uh, yep. Strength. Yeah, so you nice you guy. rocked his world. Thanks. He's just sort of stammering a little bit, like getting wobbly on his legs. Like, oh, blood is like spurting down his nose. I think you broke my nose, asshole! Ah! I'll break oh, more if you don't leave. Another one. Yeah. I need to put a dollar in the cookie jar. Yeah. Uh, you you messed his face up, man. He's he's pretty. Uh, his, his tune has changed. He rang his bell. All right. Um, are you gonna move or anything? Or are you good where you are? No, I want to flank our, uh, whenever he skedaddles, I want to get over here and flank. Well, he's not going to move person. until his turn. And so, you, like, yeah. you have a move on your turn if you want to use it right now. Can I go up to here? Diagonally? I don't know where here is. You would have to go the long way around, but you do have the movement to, oh, yeah, you can move through your friends. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. You can move there if you want. Yeah, just, just I'm position himself. Yeah, just, it doesn't matter. Don't mind me. Just casually walking through. <laughs> He's like squeezing <laughs> between the oh. two of you. Hey guys, I'll get there. Excuse me, coming through, coming through. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Um, all right, so that's your turn. Now we're Scab. You're up, man. Scab's gonna try and punch her. Get it. Get okay, rolling the uh, wisdom save. Yeah. Yeah. Only a five. I'm going ah! to use my bonus action to, okay. or that second action to try and again. Okay. Fourteen. All right, so that is to hit. That hits. Uh, no, not to hit. Fourteen is to break through the um, uh, the what is it? Sanctuary. I think that's, yeah, I just think that's. Just you said it lasted first, um, uh, right? Lasted a minute. Um, uh, so you're yeah, the so creature I'm... until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warrior creature with an attack must make a wisdom. Okay, so yeah, you would have to still do. So that. the first one I failed. So then I was going to use my bonus action. Fourteen is not thing. enough to break her DC. <sighs> well. Oh, no, no, no. I was looking the wrong one. Yes, that is good. Oh, so that That's is good. enough? Yes, you're good. Okay, Scab's going to punch her. <laughs> Do it, man. <laughs> Get her. Another 14. 14 does hit. Uh, are you are you trying to do damage or you're just doing your basic strength? Bonus? Yes, uh, I'm trying to do damage. I'm full on socking her in the face. Give me like a D4. A D4? Yeah, in addition to your three. For your strength. Wait, you have a three strength bonus or two? Or? Yeah, I have a... I have a three in strength. Okay. With the D4. So then I'm uh so roll a D4 plus three. Yep. Okay. Five. Okay. You smack her in the face. She seems a little bit more used to combat than these commoners, and so it doesn't really rock her like the other ones were rocked. Uh, but now you see that you broke through her spell with that. Now she's starting to get a little bit concerned, especially now that she has Charles right next to her as well. So um, it looks like the tide is turning here. And um, uh, and Scab, looking right at her, is just going to scream, No more fire! <laughs> yeah, I don't think she has any more spell slots for this. So <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> uh, 
That's enough, honestly. This is ridiculous. No, more. no, more. no. It's not like it's not like annoyed. It's full on terrified. He's just screaming about the fire. Oh, no. Okay, so you see he... this guy completely backing up. He's like, I, I, I'm out. Like, I'm good. My nose is broken. Um, I want nothing. To this, um, this woman is like sort of taking stock of the environment and rises actively trying to sort of like talk her down, and she's like, you know what? think maybe we just got riled up and eric if you need if you want to take an opportunity attack she's just sort of backing away from you no she didn't land it on me she's sort of like um i think we might have i don't know we just kind of got caught up in it i i'm sorry i i didn't mean to take you off your horse like that um have a nice day and she just turns and like runs rise on his turn he's moving up he's like i think maybe you should go ma'am you don't really belong here we don't know you at all and and if you really do follow darkness you're not welcome in our town and she just looks over him i'm not welcome i'm welcome wherever i want to be and you'll die for your insubordination so you're just infuriated um let's see what she's gonna do here she oh has a cantrip she can use that all day She's going to do that Sacred Flame on Rise. So it's a ranged attack. Uh, one second. Okay. I want to look at something that I have. I thought I Go ahead. saw something. <clears throat> Let me see if it affects ranged attacks. No problem. Uh, a creature you can see um, attacks a target other than you... That is within five minutes. You can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. You must be wielding. Yeah, oh, awesome. Okay. So I must be wielding a shield. I don't have a oh. shield. So, yeah. right. I mean, if you would allow, I would, if you would let me just like jump in front of it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Maybe minus one. Disadvantage means they roll two d20s and I, take I, the I lower result. Technically, you have a shield. Do you have no, a shield? it's. No, I do not. It's magical. I, I give you a shield. <laughs> well, that that's not <laughs> really issue. That's a that's a self protection. But we're gonna allow that anyway. Um, so you like literally use your body as the shield, and you move using the the magic that Charles had already instilled in you, and your desire to rescue this boy. As she calls down this flame, um, ostensibly you're just pushing him literally out of the way, and she fails to even get the spell off and attack him with it. Um, frustrated. No! She's like more looking around. Fire. You're all gonna die! The Dark Queen will take your souls! Do you understand this? You're all gonna die! And that's her turn. <laughs> Eric, you're up. For trying to hurt a little boy, for trying to hurt our citizens, you will pay the price. And I'm going to try running her through with my lance. Um. Okay, so you're going to have to move up to her with your large weapon. Go ahead and give me an attack roll after you've moved. <clears throat> 18. Hits. Give me some damage. I believe it's like a d12 plus your strength. Yep. Is that enough? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you hit her. You hit her with the lens for sure. 
Um, but it's not like it ran her through or anything. You know, it, it, it came through and like caught her arm and she moved her arm out of the way and it went the rest of the way, you know, sort of ripping a little bit of the, the, the flesh off of her arm. And she's clearly hurt, but she's still strong. Like she does not look like she's ready to give up. And now you just see this rage enter her face. Like, how dare you? How dare you even step up toward me? I have the queen of darkness at my back. You will all die horribly screaming, begging for your lives. Right. Then your queen will die with you. Charles, you're up. Ooh. I'm going to have a wee uh, point to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the steps. Oh, <laughs> a good roll. Roll to attack. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm at, I I I pull uh, I pull uh, my uh, handkerchief from out of my glove and I slap. I shall show you about him. Yeah. <laughs> she's totally ignoring you. <laughs> like she's had a dude charge her with a lance and then you like swing and you miss. Yeah, not worried about you much. Uh, are you going to move or anything or is that your turn? No, I'm just saying that. Right. Uh, just want to give a shout out. Chris, thank you so much for donating to Canines for Warriors, which is the fundraiser for this uh, particular gaming episode. Really appreciate it, man. All right, so Scab, you're up. Scab's going to charge her to the ground again. Okay, so let's do that wisdom check. Uh, did you say that broke? Her, her thing broke? Well, you went through the... It's not a concentration thing. It just lasts. Okay, so all right. So I'm going to roll the wisdom, see if I can do anything about that. You got it. Ah! Mm. Yeah, you choose uh, a different... You... you lose your action is what happens. Ah. So you can move if you want to move, or if you have any bonus actions, I'm you can going... take those. Or... Can I do a shift? Yeah. All right, then I'm going to shift here to grant... Um, uh, to grant battles <coughs> combat advantage if it's... Okay. I don't in think in 5th edition you have that. Uh, that's a 4th edition ah. thing. Um, but if you're flanking least. and so, you know, you're going to have different armor class adjustments because of that. Um, okay. So then, uh, you shift over. That's your turn. Yes. Okay. She is really like questioning her choices at this point. <laughs> um, let's see. This is really her Hail Mary. It's only an action so she can do it, but it's a concentration. So she drops her other, uh, spiritual ward or whatever it was called. And she casts this. And what you guys see is she's like calling out to the infernal powers of hell or the abyss. Uh, you see this swirl of, of literal demons coming up from the ground itself, swirling around her, creating this cacophony of space, which goes, reaches out 15 feet from her person. And everyone caught within it is actively trying to dodge being attacked by these creatures. And just so you know, um, as, as far as being within this space, at the beginning of your turn, if you stay here, you will be taking uh, damage from, uh, let's see. Oh no, it's the first time on a turn at the start of its turn there. So on the start of your turn next, you're going to make a wisdom saving throw. If you fail it, you're going to take damage just from being in the swirling chaos of, of infernal creatures all around you. And that, wanna, that's like, going to be every single mark that one area. Yeah, let me, give me a... Let's see, where can we draw? Draw a shape. Draw a circle. I would like yeah, to, draw like So 5, just 10, along the grid. 15 is right here. I'd like to quickly make a note. Um, flanking does give advantage in 5th edition. Five, ten. Yeah, he was, he was referencing a different... Um, 
uh, fourth edition term, which yeah. is what I was trying to. That's what that was the last one I played. So I'm just applying whatever knowledge I know. No, no, no I, I dig it. I, I, I definitely get it. And yeah, I was saying that it, it gives you a, a an armor class adjustment to the the person because you're flanking for sure. So thanks for the the clarification there, Gabriel. Uh, okay, so that circle, anything in that circle, if you start your turn, you will have to do a wisdom saving throw or take damage, just letting you know. Oh no, Eric's horse. So she stands there. Oh, your horse is going to die! <laughs> and Rise too! Oh, poor Rise. He helped talk people down. Alright, so that's her turn. She just stands here, like, grinning, like, in turn looking each of you. You're all going to die! <laughs> like, sort of... <laughs> losing her mind a little bit you know she's clearly in a disadvantage right now and so she's like sort of doing her hail mary pass all right so we're at the next eric you are up what are you gonna oh eric you're within give me a wisdom check wisdom check okay what's my wisdom ba -da -ba -da -ba. okay ah a seven? Is, what is your wisdom? Seven. Uh, my wisdom is plus two. No, 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 your actual wisdom, wisdom. Oh, 14. So seven is not enough. Well, what is that? A wisdom same thing is you have to get in the wisdom, right? Under the wisdom, right? Uh, wisdom saving throw with fifth edition is either the exact number or higher. Of the creature's wisdom, because they're spell DC, right? <clears throat> So yes, that, that um, does not succeed. With 5th edition, it's either the same as or greater. Okay. So you take 14 damage, um, and it's necrotic damage. Doesn't really matter for your characters, but you just, these creatures all amassing all around you, this cacophony of action, they're just ripping and tearing at you, and you just took 14 damage, which is huge for you. Um, I'm going to have your horse do a wisdom check as well. <laughs> can you uh, can you check your horse real quick? Let me see. Obviously the most important character right now. Clearly. No! Ah! Oh no! It only has 13 hit points. Let's see. It takes 14 damage. Your horse drops dead. Oh, poor horse. Where are we going to put all of our loot now? <laughs> all of your loots. <laughs> I don't know why I have these little dots here. I gotta get rid of these. Okay, Rise is gonna make a save really quick. Uh, he, he does that on his turn. Okay, so Eric, what are you gonna do? That was the beginning of your turn. Now it's your turn. You just got ripped apart by these infernal creatures swirling all around you. You think you're gonna take me down here? Yes. I will bring you with me! And I'm going Powerful. to roll... You damn Oh! 22 for Lance. It's so weird you're using Lance. Okay. <laughs> so you're well, like leaning way a, back. More potential damage. And you like point move forward with it. What was that? So it's either it's either my longbow, light crossbow, or my lance. You have a longsword. I it doesn't say I have a longsword. Oh really? You're supposed yeah, to have said, a longsword. It says I only have a longbow, lance, and that light was crossbow. my mistake. You should have a longsword. <laughs> Well, if you want the longsword stuff, a longsword one-handed is the same plus as your lance, and damage-wise is 1d8 plus your strength, or you can two-hand a longsword and do 1d10 plus your strength. 
I'm going to be doing more damage with the lance. All right. You potentially can do more with the lance. All right. So you're, I mean, you have two hit points left. Is that correct? Yep. Oh my gosh. All right. So you, you may want to do a second wind when you get a chance here. But uh, yeah, you stab at her. You hit her. Give me some damage. That is a nine. Since her does that, um, other wound does that, failed. Does that end her? Nine damage does not end her. Let me make sure. I will action surge. You know multipliers for your weapon? Is that just a straight roll? Do you not multiply for your weapon and your strength? What do you mean by multipliers? Uh, like your weapon? So do you not be a plus It should just thing? be your whatever you roll plus your strength or if it's a ranged weapon plus your dexterity. Yeah. Like the bonus, not the actual number. So, yeah. like a... so it won't just be nine. It'll be nine plus... No, he rolled a six, no. and it was a plus uh, three for oh, his strength. Because right. he rolled a d12. Right. All right, sorry. I was misreading up. It's okay. No, it's perfectly fine, man. No worries. No worries. All right, so she is hurt. You have, like, put you this lens right surge? through her side. Now, what's your action surge? <clears throat> action surge? You could push yourself beyond your normal limits for a moment on your turn. You could take one additional action on top of your regular action. Do it. What are you going to do? I have a question. Yeah. Is Second Wind and Action Surge a, a map? We can only use it once in Encounter, or do we get to use them multiple times? Ooh. Um, It's once per long rest. Ah, I see. So it's going to be like a 8 to Actually, action, rest. action Surge is a short or long rest. Okay. Uh, second Wind is also a short or long rest. Okay. So yeah, you wouldn't be able to use it again on this encounter. Okay. Um, so Eric, if you're gonna attack again, let's go. Give me a give me a roll. And I will, since my lance is already impaled into her, I'm going to use my long sword. Was it a long sword or short sword? You can it you can pull sword. it out and stab her again if you want. Unless you're making trying to make her a pincushion or something. Happy. I will make her a pincushion. <laughs> okay. All right. Your That's long sword one-handed is um, a D8. For damage, it's the exact same strength modifier to hit, or if you two-hand it, um, uh, but if you're if how you're doing it, you're gonna do it one-handed. Yeah. So you would do one do one d eight plus three. Okay, and a long sword is a simple weapon, correct? Or is it a martial? I believe it's martial. Okay, so then you I'm can use it. Yeah. Then I'm proficient with this, so that's yeah. a plus it's five instead of a plus three. Yeah, it's gonna be the exact same as your um, uh, lance. Right. 18 to hits. hit. That hits. Give me some damage. And you it's a 1d8, correct? 1d8 plus your strength if you're hitting with one hand. Yeah, I'm hitting with one hand. That is an 8. Ooh. All right. That Okay, so you have your lance in her. You pull out your long sword. You already called. I'm going to end you. You bring the long sword down. She looks up, surprise in her eyes as you hack in through her collarbone into her chest. And she just crumples down to the ground and falls over. And you have killed this woman. That is one more phone, you! Everyone's like, why are you yelling at a dead person? <laughs> she killed my sugar! So, rise... <laughs> So the, obviously the spell goes away. That you know all these like swirling demonic creatures disappear instantly, and she's just laying there, eyes glazed over, as you yell at her. And Rise is just standing there. Um, Scab is gonna collapse. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Rise is just stunned, looking over it at each of you. So, she she was evil, right? Yes, boys. She was evil. I just don't. I I didn't think them attacking you was was right, but I don't think killing someone is right either. And you're your poor horse. And you see him like move over. He's like, I'm I'm a stable hand by trade, and I, I hate to see the animals needlessly killed. I, I am glad that you took down the spell, but the damage that you've done that she has done here. What's that? And go. I'm gonna walk over and put my hand on his shoulder. Boy, we are knights. Our job is to protect and preserve peace of our citizens but i just watched you punch she... the citizens in the face I, I i just watched you guys murder someone how is that good the punch was to de-escalate the situation because they would not <laughs> listen to words murdering her was because she tried murdering you she it's murdered... not murder if it's self-defense <laughs> yeah you're all oh, scarred wait, and twitching <laughs> we stopped the threats because she tried her harming or killing you no she was after you she sent a spell straight at you did you not oh. see did you not see my comrade throw you out of the way of the spell i wasn't sure what he was doing to be quite honest i was just caught up in the moment thank i guess thank thank you um i don't this feels it doesn't feel right like, there's literally yeah. dead people. He's never seen, you know, like, a, a battle of any sort before, especially with, like, magic being cast and, like, infernal creatures swirling over. He's, like, a little bit shell-shocked at this moment, and then he's sort of, like, hyper-focused on this horse that's sort of been tore up with all these, like, cuts and rips and tears all over its flesh, and he just starts to openly weep. He doesn't really know how to, to handle the emotions that are sort of flooding him, and uh, he just starts crying. Uh, you know, sort of like weeping over this horse that has just died. Um, I'm going to take my helmet off and pull the boy into a hug and go, combat and war is not a beautiful thing. It is miserable and it is treacherous. But sometimes it must be done. I suppose so. So I have to step out of character really quick. We've been going for two hours already, and I did not realize that until I just looked. Are you guys okay to do one more encounter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, while they're in the middle, I'm going to kneel in front of the witch and start praying over her. Okay. So just... <clears throat> excuse me. So as far as awareness of the gods, you're a paladin, and so you actually are already aware that Paladine, who is the sort of holy god of good like the the head of the good gods he has returned in the same way that um Tachesis has returned and that's how you're able to actually heal people through the magic given to you by him mm -hmm. and so um you do actually understand that the gods are really there and they do at times listen and intercede everyone else though thinks it's kind of just like you know it's like your religion it's you know it's what you believe but it's not real real you know what I mean? Like they're not really thinking that it's actually real. Your your friends here probably do because you know you fought together and you've you know clearly shown divine intervention with your magic and stuff. But as far as like viewing 
uh, commoners and stuff, they're just sort of like, oh, there's a crazy old guy again, you know, praying over a body. That's weird. Just to give you a little bit of context to what people are thinking here. No, that's that's perfectly fine. But um... how old is Emma? Is your character? Didn't quite because this is medieval times. Um, because the setting, would, only around uh, 25. 20 would be considered quite old. Yeah, I think I have you guys in your mid 20s, each of you, De varying ages, yeah, so, but in there. Okay, so it'll be well in the adults. So it's relative, you know, because life expectancy is probably 45. Well, especially as a warrior, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm like, uh, oh, Palantine. Please beseech me and hear my call. This poor woman, gripped by darkness, lost her battle. Please save her soul. Do not let her to sail. She has suffered enough and paid the ultimate price for her sins. Show mercy. Wow. And show mercy in those that she infected with her darkness. Please show mercy to this village. They have suffered enough through times of darkness that have come across. What? Who's using the bathroom? What the hell is that? <laughs> what is that? Did I, did I open a fissure? In the, I think you did. Space time just erupted. Scab is no wizard. He would definitely not be a, um, a waterbender. <laughs> this is more... Um, not only is part of the divine religion, but it's yeah. loud enough because I know the villagers are still in the peripheries didn't leave completely. Yeah. But I'm um, asking for forgiveness for them as much as the witch is now dead. And the show mercy and an end of their suffering and put a stop to this darkness and I kind of go on a bit of a litany. Nice. Okay. Um, well, just on role-playing between Scab and his role-playing during the combat, being terrified of fire, Gabriel giving uh, Rise uh, some comfort and you uh, asking for forgiveness for someone who was actively trying to murder you uh, to save their soul. I'm going to have each of you have inspiration. Um, ultimately, Rise is offering you an opportunity of, of having one of his horses, but it means that he's going to come and take care of all of your horses, uh, knowing that um, two of you really were struggling with your horses. This is probably a welcome event. He can he can act as a squire of taking care of your you know, sort of supplies, of taking care of your horses as you all go forward and allowing you to focus on combat and stuff like that. But he offers a replacement horse if he can come along and, and help all of you. And you saw how he handled himself too. You know, in the in the battle, he was clear-headed, talking people down, like he was he was actively helping you. Does he have parents? No, he. I, I'm I'm I've been an orphan for a number of years, and I, I've actually moved to this town about three years ago, and they've been fairly kind to me. But after seeing the way they reacted today. Not just to all of you, but how quickly they turned to darkness when presented the opportunity. I'm not entirely sure I want to stay here. Um, where are all of you headed? During dark times and unfavorable events, people will change in the flick of a hat. Clearly. Pe people will break down. People could change. You never truly know who someone really is until they're shown true discomfort. So where are you all headed? Um, we're just going to be heading up the river to collect information, talk to a different lord, 
or a king. We all forgot to take notes. So you were heading, yeah, you were headed to Vogler <laughs> to talk. I, I, I took notes. I yeah, just couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't catch the names. <laughs> we're we're going the notes. So we're magically forgot. Everyone's all turning pages. It was a. So once you tell her that you're going to Vogler, he's like. I, I would love to go to that town as well if it's a protected town and we don't have to worry about a small village like this being corrupted and, and I can I can tend to your horses and I can take care of your armor and I can oil your swords and I, I'm, I'm a true asset and I'll stay out of the combat. I'll stay away from all of the danger and if you just take me with you and, and let me get to safety I would feel much better in a fortified city than, than here. How does your family think about this? I'm an orphan. I've, I've been an orphan my whole life. I just moved to this village uh, three years ago. I have nothing holding me here. And now that I saw how they acted, I, I don't want to stay here. So if you want a horse, I can provide a horse, <laughs> but you have to take me with you. That's part of the deal. I'm going to look at... Your help I'm going to look at... Um, Scarf. Scab. scab scab is currently Sorry. still laying on the floor in pain he has multiple open wounds he's moaning is currently yeah it's currently face down in the dirt okay okay so i will um have another spell before hopefully nothing happens between now and the rest of the day just gonna, um, i was gonna mumble under my breath i feel that <laughs> i mean everyone's hurt right <laughs> So you can take yeah, a, a um, short rest, and you have hit die. You can spend a hit die to get hit points back. Oh, if we're able to yeah. do a short rest, uh, I'm going to uh, second wind. What was that? Scab, somewhat hearing the conversation, is just going to say, if you want to take up the role of a squire, you can help. Now, can you please help me to the cart? <laughs> Yes, sir. I, you know, excitedly. Yes. He likes to, you know, let you lean on him and, and help steady you and move you over to the cart and stuff. Um, yeah, he's attentive. Can I get on a horse? He takes care of your stuff. He he's takes your lance damage. out of the corpse and he's like wiping the lance down. He wipes the blood off of your sword, um, Eric. Like he's, he's helpful. Uh, yeah, we have hit die. It should be uh, right underneath our current HP and temporary HP. Yeah. And they're just D10s. Just, um, I can cure wounds. of another spell to use, but that'll be me for the day. As long as we don't run into anything I would say else. Save, I would say save it, because we have another um, uh, combat coming up. So I'll just spend my hit dice to regain some hit points. And for hit die, do I add anything to the roll, or do I just do the basic 10 roll? That's a great question <laughs> that I don't know the answer to. Gabriel, do you know? Um, did I take damage from the demons? Well, kind of. Oh no, no I think it was killed before your turn. Yeah. Right. So, so I just basically had a leisurely stroll through the village to two. Yeah. You were just so, punching people in the face. So how <laughs> hit dice? So how hit dice works in fifth edition is um, that's what determines how much more HP you gain per next level. Oh, oh, um, I'm, but it says I have uh, two of them. No, you can spend hit die in order to heal yourself in, um, like, uh, short rests and stuff. Yeah. Like, I could have swore that was a thing. I thought yeah, it, it says hit dice, d10, then I have a total of two. 
Yeah, I don't I don't think you add anything to it. I think it's just but you only have that many hit dice until you do a long rest, I think. Alright. I'm trying so to find I'll it. just let's see. So that's plus nine right now. And I feel like that should be enough. That should bring me up to fifteen. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I actually don't see it listed anywhere in the player's handbook that I'm looking, but I remember reading it. So if anyone okay. watching this has any reference, please let me know. Um, I'm currently looking up. That's now that's for second and three point five edition. Okay, short rest rules, D and D guide. A short rest is a period of downtime, at least one hour long, during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, or tedious or tedious or. Holy hell! I don't, cannot. Yeah, okay, don't worry. Tends to wounds. There we go. I mean, a character literally. can spend one or more hit dice to end of short rest, up to the character's maximum number of hit dice. Oh, never mind. Alright, so, yeah, it's yeah, just the way I used it. Yeah. You spend okay. a hit dice, you roll a d10, and whatever you get, that's how much HP. Okay. Okay. Sounds so, good. that was my bad. No, it's fine, man. Alright, so... And um, uh, the fact that you said, holy hell, considering someone just summoned demons from a god, I would say you're correct on that yeah, assessment. pretty fitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, uh, you have a short rest. Um, I'm just in it, the cart. Okay. So then uh, Rise grabs the horse and, uh, you know, you guys can start moving on to Vogler if you want. Yeah. The commoners are not coming out. The people who were actually wounded are definitely, like, locked up in their, their homes and their places of business waiting for you guys to leave before they come out and, and probably burn this corpse that's just laying there. More fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta get out of town quick! Why, bring the torches. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking of gathering them all, giving them a sermon, and making them pray and pay penance. But <laughs> maybe not. Maybe we'll just move on. Yeah. You spend like a whole week here just for, just lecturing these people, and next time an <laughs> evil priestess comes to town, you'll know what to do. <laughs> you will no, think of your erections. Just punch them. Yeah. If we've shown you anything, we've shown you a good punch to the face really changes attitudes, all right? <laughs> Just saying. Now one. Five heal paladines. <laughs> and you also learn to fear fire. Yeah. All right. Um, so you guys have been traveling. You've passed through a couple other villages. You've actually collected a couple rumors about strange creatures, but there's no actual verifiable, like, proof to these rumors um there's been a lot of you know random travelers that you've stopped and and talked to that have talked about rumors about uh, uh gathering forces in estwild off to the east um you know armies being raised uh mercenaries going uh, to you know a call to arms but no one has any verifiable fact or or proof of of really anything you know, that's why they're still ultimately rumors and since these creatures that you had heard about from Captain um, Friel, you haven't seen or heard any any evidence of them crossing the Vingard River at this point, you should feel pretty confident that whatever had happened over in Estwild ultimately is staying there at least for now. Um, so really, 
you're just collecting rumors and information until you get to Vogler, and then you're going to present that information to um, the the mayor there, and ultimately try to find that that uh, backerist person that's wanted for murder in Estwild. You're going to try to capture him and bring him back. On the way up, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, with us traveling, does that mean we had taken a long rest? Yeah, after it's been it's gonna have been like three or four days of traveling so far. So you can be fully healed, all your spells are recovered, all your hit dice are recovered at this point. And sweet. You know, you're actually enjoying the company. Rise is a relatively funny individual. He takes great care of the animals and he's taking care of your equipment as well. He seems to be a good addition and you're providing protection and experience for him. And you know, I mean it's it's actually a net benefit all around. For what's going on and again the weather this is autumn and so every once in a while you'll have an afternoon of a little bit of rains and stuff like that but ultimately the weather continues to be remarkably cool but warm and welcomed um you know this is this isn't really you know winter season at all as of yet and, and this temperate zone is is very you know this is the most um uh the most productive region in all of this continent of Ancelon for crops and animals and so life here is is actually aside from the coming war really great you know i mean it, not for you guys as nice Salamnia because you're distrusted by the majority of people but for the most part you know the average commoner has a pretty decent lifestyle here uh, at this time so as you're moving through uh you're having to navigate your way around through this sort of uh uh, ravine space that is sort of paralleling the Vingard River as you head north toward Vogler, and your passive perceptions again. Can you guys read those off to me really quick? What's your perception? Uh, passive perception or perception? Well, your your passive perception. Uh, my passive perception is twenty eight. What? I don't know. I'm just reading what's off the paper. No, that's not your passive perception at all. Um, your passive perception should just be your flat perception number. Uh, oh, it's possible. Uh, wisdom perception? Is that it? No. Because on our paper, that's what we're seeing. The passive perception, because the perception's in brackets. It says passive wisdom. Oh, I don't see that at all. Uh, uh, it's going to be underneath, it's underneath charisma. the... It's underneath the skills. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy high. Okay. So you I guys are, um, if you, I don't know if you guys are seeing the map that I'm on at this point. I see it. Okay. So as you guys are coming through this little ravine, um, <laughs> you're just moving yourself. You actually start to hear scurrying around the trees and in the, 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 the sort of the cliffs above you. And uh, rather than being surprised, you know that something is there. So we're going to run uh, an initiative roll here right now. So go ahead and give me your initiatives. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to have all the bad guys be on one initiative for simplicity. Okay, I have a plus two to my initiative, if I remember correctly. So, nine. Give me one second. No problem. Since you're not surprised. Okay, so you had oh, one. Scab had nine. 
Yep. Okay, what was... Uh, who's next? Eric, what was yours? Five? Yep. And Charles, what was yours? Uh, eight minus... I don't know how you say that. Uh, please, seven. Beautiful rolls, everyone. Beautiful rolls. I see ace. How do you do the plus or minus part? Do you... Uh, if you... Uh, if you go to the um, uh, like the dice thing, you should see at the bottom yeah. it says advanced dice roller. You oh, click on right, that, okay. it pulls up basically like a little table. It'll say how many rolls you're doing, the dice you are using. Wait, oh, I used a D10. All right, roll. So uh, yeah. I'm going to re-roll because that 9 I got was with a D10. Gotcha. I or actually got a 6. Another thing that you could do is what I've been doing is forward slash roll... Um, let's do, for example, 1d20. Oh, and... you're doing it as a formula? Yeah, that's that's what I'm typing, just without the period. So I, I pulled out these uh, images, these illustrations. These are the creatures that you, were trying to surprise you, that you noticed. Um, they are scale-covered, just like Captain Friel was describing. Some of them have cloaks around them. They have wings. Uh, and they are just like sort of hovering over, waiting to jump down and uh, attack you. So, one of them's a heckin' chonker. So yeah. it's going to be forward slash. So right next to shift, it's going to be the question mark. Uh, oh, I left that button. You can just slash, add it in your head as, as well, and just tell me. Roll. Yeah, you could just do it like also a regular roll. There's multiple ways to do it. I just <laughs> see for you guys. I don't actually see you guys giving any rolls. I just see you typing in thing. Like I see dot slash roll one d ten minus one. I don't actually see a roll happening. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I did a normal roll, but it was seven anyway. So that was the first one. So it's okay. I was just playing about. So Charles I would just say use the, uh, the dice thing on the left. Uh, that's that's what's supposed to happen when you type it out. So ah. All right, so, so uh, Eric, you had five. Is that accurate? Yep, I had a five. Charles, you had seven. I had a six. Scab had six, not a nine. Okay, perfect. Now, because I rolled a D ten. Okay, so they the didn't surprise you, but they are going first. So they are. These are different looking creatures. Um, some of them look like they have uh, more of like um a brass hue to them and others have a copper hue to them but they're these great hulking lizard sort of dragon-like humanoid creatures and they're all just waiting to pounce down on you now it's their turn and so they immediately jump off these like the ones that are up on this cliff you see it just jump off it spreads its wings out that helps slow it down as it descends let's see 5 10 15 20 25 30. And it's just standing in front of you, just like grinning, waiting. This one runs across the ridge 5, 10, 15, and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Drops down. Charles, this one is going to attack you. Um, just so is you guys know, one... this is called a basket. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, no, I just couldn't see the, um, uh, the grid, so I didn't know if it was actually um, uh, adjacent or not. Oh, here, let me. No, I, I see it. I see it just fine. I'm up. I just didn't see it initially, so don't worry gotcha. about me. I'm just gonna bump it up a little bit, just for simplicities. 
sake. Very um, helpful. Okay, so 16, is that a hit, Charles, on your armor class? I think it is. Uh, sorry, so, yeah, armor class is 16. Okay, so in, I'm just going to do average damage rather than rolling each time. So you take four damage. Mm. He had a short sword. He flew down, spreads wings out to slow himself down, and he just comes down and hacks right into you. You're, you're not surprised as in flat-footed, but you're surprised that these creatures are able to fly down from these heights. You've never seen that before um, in this type of a creature. You've never seen this type of a creature before. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You see the second one come down trying to do the exact same thing. This one completely misses you. You're ready for it. You saw this first one come down and you immediately brought your sword up to block it. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. This one runs up to you and attack. Man, you just got to be in front. This is the worst. Am I, am I paying from an easy time last round? This, I think you might be. Some... <laughs> you yeah, take four more damage ones. from this one running up to you and slicing at you. And then you guys notice that there's some coming from around the corner as well. From um, behind us? Uh, or... th these ones are in front of you. This, I mean, right, so... you're actually facing south in this moment, but ultimately you're, you're heading north. Um, these ones are, let's see, that was here, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Is that everyone? I think that's everyone. This one yeah, is staying it. up here, not moving at all. Okay, so that's all of these creatures. Uh, next, well, we started here. Hold on, let me set this into you moved ascending. All of them. Or descending. There. Okay, next, Charles, you're up. Right. Um, so you just had two of them actually one. cut into you. Uh, I'll go for this one. Okay, the one right, right here. Yep. So, uh, oh my god! <laughs> a six uh, is not good enough. Just They're ready. Second. They just parry yeah. your blow, and you just hear them yelling out at you. <laughs> just chattering and gibbering on. And do any of you speak Draconic? I don't uh, think any no. of you do. But, uh, give us a chance to learn it. Yeah, <laughs> that's my Negative. fault. <laughs> Get race out of Bad here. DM. Bad yeah. DM. No, I'm, I'm killing you all right now. <laughs> this is how it goes. Hostile GM. Uh, yeah, this is turned against us. All right, so uh, you try to attack him. You do you have any other bonus actions or any other moves you want to do? Uh, no. I think I'll just. Scab, you're up. <laughs> All right. It's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> so that was Charles. I'm pretty sure who was attacked. Yes. Yep. All right. I'm up. Charles! He's... No! Squire! Squire Reyes! Get out of here! And then he's going to basically jump from the wagon. Can we consider the wagon to be mount uh, mounted? Yeah. I'm, uh... So, yeah, It'll it, it only cost me five. Yeah. No, it only cost me five because of my squire of right. Solomon. Uh, so I do that, and in doing so, I'm going to be pulling out my longsword to two-hand it. I'm going to charge, nice. and I'm going to do this precise strike thing at the bottom of this uh, squire of Solomon thing, which means I can roll a, I'm a, I can roll this attack with advantage, and awesome. I add a d8 to this to this damage. So roll two twenties and take the higher roll. Okay, so you get a plus three for my regular attack. Okay, so 17. And that's a Baz, and that is a hit. Okay, then I do a D8 
plus five for, I'm pretty sure it's plus five. Sorry, let me just double check this. Don't want to, because I spent so much of the last fight only punching. I didn't yeah. actually know what my sword does. It's time for war, uh, yeah. Oh, plus three. Oh, so I should have put a plus five to the attack. All right, so I actually got a 19. You hit. Yeah, so I'm just going to add plus three to the damage. So because I'm two-handing, okay, so 12, and then I do an extra D8. So a total of 15 damage. That's great. That is great. Yeah, you charge into him and bring it down, cut right into his arm, almost severing his arm from his body, and he just screams out, Just You will burn my... No, not burn! Burn! Rise screams and runs into the tree line. And you just see him running Monster and hiding. Rise, run! Um, okay, so that's your turn. Eric. Okay. Um, I'm gonna quickly read in addition Square of Salamia. Wait a minute. Square okay, there. Precise strike. What's per turn when you make a weapon attack roll against a creature? You could cause this attack roll to have advantage. If the attack hits, you roll a d8 and add the number. Is that while you're mounted? Uh, no, that's the mounted thing is just saying you can, instead of spending half your turn to unmount, you only spend five feet. Yeah. This precise strike is another thing because this is on melee when you do a weapon attack. Yeah. So, say how I did my okay. weapon attack can then make it a um, uh, advantage attack and then add plus a, um, uh, plus a d8. Mm. So you still have to roll the d8. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm right here. Okay. Yes. Would I be able to... You are... So um, uh, five... No, I wouldn't ten, be able to... Fifteen would be right there. Okay. Yeah, you'd be able to make it to that one. 15. I, I wasn't... Or I was originally not going to hop off my horse, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll just do that. That's yeah. You're you're not going to be able to maneuver past these you know trees and stuff and all the people if you're still on your horse because it's a large creature. Yeah, I realize that. Um, okay, let's do the precise strike with the long sword. Are you going to two-hand the long sword? Oh yes. Yeah. All right. That means your damage is a. Uh... Is a D8. Or no, your damage is a D10, D10. not a D8. Yeah. Roll attack. <clears throat> oh, that is a 24 to Very hit. nice. Roll again. You might get a nat 20. For advantage? Because you have advantage. You, you have advantage because your precise strike. Nope. All right. All right. So, 24. <laughs> Give me some damage. And it's a D10? D10 plus your strength. So, I think it's a 3. I think we have the same yeah. strength. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to quickly roll for the precise strike for damage. <laughs> yeah, just an extra D8. Eight, so, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Nice. Alright, 13. Does he lose his other arm? <laughs> are you attacking the exact same one? Yeah, you are. Yes. So a yes. 13 drops him. So you cut into him, and he has just got this surprised look on his face. 
and you see his body completely turn to stone and this gas start seeping out of the pores of the stone that was once his body. So I need Charles, Scab, and Eric to all give me a saving throw versus um, Constitution. A Constitution saving throw. Oh, I'm proficient with this one. <clears throat> You're proficient with constitution saving throws? Yep. Or is that constitution just your highest? No, I'm proficient with constitution saving throw. How does that work? Oh, that must be one of um, his um, uh, feats. Or, um, like... No, uh, if you look at the top left, right next to strength, dexterity, and constitution, there's going to be a saving throw box. And there should be a check mark to which one you're proficient in. Oh, so I'm so strength and constitution for me, yeah. So yeah. looks like uh, don't think I would wisdom plus and charisma four. are going to help me out this round. Oh, that's a that one. one. <laughs> a natural one. Okay. And what? Did... I mean, hey, that's the first of the session. So I got a ten. Tristan got a ten. What did you get, um, Colin? Uh, oh! oh, oh, you're good. Okay. You stole all of Eric's luck. Gosh. Sca <laughs> Scab and life. Eric. Scab and Eric. This mist sort of encircles all around you, and you literally find yourself completely freezing up and becoming stone yourselves. Oh, no. So at the end of your next turn, you can try to uh, save again, but you lose your next initial turn because you're frozen. So, wait, is it like on our next turn, if we fail it, then we're frozen and we lose a turn? No, you lose your next turn, and then you'll try to okay. make the save again. And if you fail it again, it'll keep going. And this lasts for a full minute. Each of these rounds is six seconds. So no, I be, get that. So that's ten turns. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a while that you're frozen here. Um, and this guy is frozen in stone and, and just sort of crumbles apart down to the ground. And these other draconians just sneering and smiling. He's like, ah, death, kill would them, get, kill them. Would we get an AC bonus because we are now stone? <laughs> no, that would be awesome. <sighs> I mean, your regular steel is better than stone anyway. So, what you know, I mean, cool. yes, but now we no longer have fleshy bits because we're <laughs> now true. stone. All your fleshy bits. So that was, Eric was the last one. We're back at the top with the uh, draconians. So this Baz is going to stay on you, Charles, and he actually gets two attacks. So he hits twice. Lovely. Yes, yeah, so you take Lovely. eight damage from two different attacks, just cutting you down a little bit of time. Um, make sure you're keeping track of your... Oh, you are. Okay, good. Yeah. And this second one is going to do the exact same thing. They're just ready to cut you down. Completely misses the first one. The second one, you're able to deflect with your sword, and so it doesn't take any damage. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. He's going to come over here and attack Eric. You're flat-footed. What does that mean? As far Is he flat-footed? Well, you guys are frozen, so you can't you can't defend yourselves. No, but we're made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So maybe it's just a natural attack. I, I mean, it means you're prone. It means you don't get a choice. You don't get to defend yourself. So then he would get advantage get on the attack? automatic attack, I think. I think it's I know I think it's automatic success because you're just frozen. You can't do anything. So you so automatically would, take uh, eight damage from that one. Me last um, uh, last encounter would they just got advantage when they well, you were you weren't petrified though. 
Okay, so it's different. Like you're yeah. actually physically petrified at this moment. You're just frozen. Okay. Um, so Eric, you take eight damage. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 is all he can move. Uh, you're going to take eight damage, scab. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Eric, you take eight more damage. 5, 10, 15, 20. He's using both of his daggers on Eric. This is a K-Pack Draconian, which means if he succeeds and hits, which he obviously does, you're actually going to be poisoned. You take, let's see. Dead. Oh, what? 20 HP, 8. 8 minus 20 is... 12. 12, and then 8 minus 20 again is... Or 8 yeah, minus 12 so this one's just like stabbing both of his knives in your neck, and you just... Obviously, you're, you're petrified and frozen until your next turn. Then you'll drop down uh, physically. But yeah, your character falls down dead. This guy glides down 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And he's going to do the same thing. Two dagger attacks into scab. So the daggers damage? do 5 each. So that's 10 damage piercing plus 7 damage is poison. I'm so that's dead. 14. So he stabs into you. You drop down dead. Charles, you are the not last... Down. I'm a, I'm a rock. Yeah, that's true. You don't drop yet. Um, Charles, you're the last man standing, and I believe it's your turn. Rise right has um, run around the corner at this point. I do have one question. Yeah. Would I be able to use one of my, um, uh, one of my interrupt abilities or no? What do you mean interrupt? Like how am I? Would I be able to use my fighting style protector to say save? Oh, not uh, on your turn. You could like if you if you would is like, it call that out. But yeah, I mean, it does it say it's a reaction or does it say it's a bonus action? And it says a it's when a creature attacks, attacks a, target a target other than you. So it's reaction. Oh yeah, but you're petrified, so you can't do that right now. I know. Ah. But the way, I mean, this was going to be the outcome no matter what. Um, it was going to be the outcome. I just want them to have to work for it. <laughs> this, to be just, fair, this is a lot of them, and they're pretty tough. Yeah, I know, but, seen, but then we have to have make you seen one of them for our previous games? <laughs> There's really like one or two. That's true. This is kind of modus operandi for how we roll. <laughs> I just... mean, if they're already going to win, then maybe you can just give this to me and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, scab. You just got another scab. All right, Charles, you're up. No, I finally earned the name. All right. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot of the cure wounds in myself. And then try and get another swing in. Okay, alright. Um, What's the. Actually, uh, Stop it. Let's do it. I've got a cure wounds in myself. Do it? You got none to lose. Okay. No, right. How much do you heal yourself? Um, what do I do for that? Uh, I think you just. Let you tell the... Alright, Charles, let's look at your spell. Duration of the modes. Um. Cure Wounds gives you wounds, one sorry. hit plus sorry, your spellcasting modifier. Right. Which is, I think it's charisma for you. So you add your charisma to my six, and that's how much health you get back. Charisma is two, so I get eight. I thought it was also your casting modifier. <coughs> yeah, isn't that charisma for paladins? Hmm. Could be wisdom. 
Still not well. I get it. So that creates with the twelve anyway. So I'll give me <laughs> maybe <laughs> another minute's worth of action against all these. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean you're going to be swarmed to your next turn. All right. So you heal yourself. Is that a, a action or is that a bonus action or what is that spell? I think it's a bonus action. Same as last time. Okay, then you got a regular action. What do you want to do? Like, I'm gonna yeah, have we go with this one. Yeah, so that's charisma for him. So it would be six plus your charisma. Charisma yeah, bonus or charisma number? Uh charisma modifier. So yeah. like say fourteen, it would be a two. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna attack this yeah. one? Yep. Um obviously long sword, two handed. Maybe try and take one with me. Uh, do you also have that um, uh, Squire of Salomnia ability? Yes, he does. Then, if you want, you could use that to make it an advantage and give you a plus 8. Or plus d8. Maybe. Let's have a crack at that. Okay, yeah, one so last one round. Moment. Yep. <laughs> at least, I can get one. <laughs> get a wing. We you got, can do we it. We killed one so far. I believe in you. So, so they'll have yep, to remember right. us. Yeah. You have 10. 18 on the Baz Draconian is a hit. Give me some um, damage. Do I roll again for the, the D8? That's right. You just roll an you Roll your D8. damage and then do a D8 as well. So roll that again. So that's another 5. So it's uh, 23 in total. Wow! That is a great hit. All right, I'm going to need you to save... Uh, constitution save for me you, you killed one cut into this draconian and he immediately freezes the stone and this gas starts leaking out of his porous body the the old version of draconians it actually used to like turn to stone so it would lock your weapon into it which was like a pretty scary proposition right. as well. but this is totally I mean, different they could still have it could still say this happens especially if they kill him especially if he like turns to stone this one this right. turn then he'll die and it's like we died as statues stabbing draconians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so what was your uh, save? Market score. Your constitution um, save? Maybe a D10 uh, Roll a D20 and add your constitution modifier if you have one. Yeah, you said that you didn't uh, have a constitution modifier. Okay, plus okay. Yeah, so just so plus D20 plus that. Yep, 10. 10 is not enough. So that you immediately freeze up and just start turning petrified. You're not able to actually move or anything. As the rest of these draconians swarm on you. And just outright murder you. And seconds later all of your corpses drop to the ground. And they, uh, you see, you don't see anything. But ultimately what happens is Rise goes, finds the heroes. And actually tells them to come help. When they arrive, most of these draconians have already left. And some of them go to attack the heroes. But that is it, people. Thank you so much for joining Could us. We have a final thoughts yeah. of our hero of our all right. So what is your final go thought? first? Scab's final thought as he starts to turn to stone. And his first thought is huh, fire can't hurt me anymore. As he now, <laughs> he now dies. Nice. Alright. Uh, Eric, what's your final thoughts? <clears throat> We did just kill a guy, so yeah. you could have, like, a moment of glory there. What do you got, Eric? Gabriel? Take that, the lizard. 
Have at thee, lizard. Charles, what do you got? Pauline, forgive them. They knew not what they do. <laughs> Forever the consummate religious man. All right. <laughs> that is it for this live play one shot called Rumor of War. I'd like to thank the players, of course, for joining me and having making this just an entertaining session. Um, what did you guys think watching this of the Shadow of the Dragon Queen prelude to Scales of War scenario? Did we do the prelude justice with this particular game? Feel free to email me at info at dlsaga.com or leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click that stupid like button, if for no other reason, out of spite. Why not? Just click it. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and, of course, its content. This channel is all about celebrating the wonderful world of the Dragonlance saga. Thank you so much for joining me in the celebration. Once again, this has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga. Until next time, Slanjava. And remember, don't touch fire. <laughs> don't play with fire, kids.